0: Hello, it's June 25th, 2020. Today I'm going to have guest um, Justin Guthrie on, but I'm waiting for him to give me the okay to call him. So until then, we're going to do some... Sounds. It's funny because, like, I used to do ASMR when I was a kid. But, like, obviously, I didn't know what was, like, called that. I don't even know if it was called that. But, like, that was, like, my fucking thing. Um, Dry leaves. Love crunching on dry leaves. Um, I used to love to crunkle up foil and then smooth it out with the back of my thumbnail. That was just, or I would curl the foil with scissors. Loved it. In class, my favorite thing to do. And I wonder if I could do it now. Yeah, I'm gonna try to put the mic down. I would put my um, my ear to the desk and get one sheet of paper and a pencil and draw, just, just scribble. Kind of hard to pick up with this big old mic. God, but I love doing that. <laughs> All right. Oh, and then, an, uh, um, oh, just ripping paper. I'm crumpling it up. And the opposite of ASMR. Well the visual opposite was when the teacher didn't erase all the chalk from the chalkboard. Like left one little spot. That would um that would like really drive me fucking like I would just be focused on that the whole class and just be waiting for the teacher to erase it. Um all right. got the text from J Dog from one J Dog to the other. Let's call this Doggy up. Yo. Yo.
1: What's up, Jesse?
0: What's up, Justin? I'm chilling. Chilling. I'm recording already, just so you know.
1: Okay, cool.
0: How are you today?
1: (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. I just hung out with a friend. Got some food. Hung out at this Part called uh pregnant park looks like a big pregnant belly.
0: wow and it's called that
1: yeah it's called pregnant park
0: is it like a mound
1: yeah it's like a big grass field in the middle there's just a giant mound
0: wow interesting it's not one of the indian mounds pretty cool
1: um i don't know i think it's just man-made it's like in the middle of the city
0: well the indian ones were man-made too have it might you, be. Have you looked into the mounds? Because there's, like, thousands of them in America. Yeah. There's – I want to get this encyclopedia. It's, like, an encyclopedia of mounds, like, all over America. Um, and it shows, like, a maps of where they all are. Have you ever, like, looked Whoa. into that? I've only listened to, like, one podcast about mounds, and it, like, was one of the crazier things I've ever heard. It was really wild.
1: I know they're there. I know in Europe, too, like, across – the other continent there's like circle pits everywhere
0: yeah yeah and those like weird like mazes thing those yeah like earth what are they called i guess they call them mounds well they're also called something else like earth they're on there's some mounds on one of the quarters huh uh, i can't remember well, what is that but... snake
1: mound and i think ohio
0: yeah the snake mound
1: That one's pretty impressive. It lines up right at the solstice, I believe.
0: Yeah, they all kind of have a, they have a thing that's like a part of it where it's like, they're not just like rando, you know? Mm -hmm. But who knows? Maybe that pregnant park is one of the mounds.
1: True. It could be. It could be the biggest mound. It's pretty giant. Really? It's like pretty big, yeah.
0: That's cool, man.
1: Like during winter, people like snowboard down it and stuff.
0: Oh shit, it's really big.
1: Yeah, it, like, picks up pretty high.
0: Wow, that's cool.
1: I actually I got my first camera stolen in that park. I left my car there and someone the broke in and stole my first camera. It was probably my fault. I'm pretty sure I just left the door open because <laughs> they didn't, like, break the window. It was just gone.
0: Dude, that sucks, though. They got but, um, They got some mystery photos. I know.
1: I wonder if they even went through it.
2: Oh
0: they were just like trying to get rid of it. They just like sold it or something.
1: It would be cool if they like stole it, got into photography. Yeah. (laughs) And just stopped breaking into cars. We're like, this is really sick.
0: That's kind of what I was imagining happened. I don't know why. That's, but, well, not quitting breaking into cars, but that they were like stoked about the camera. But that's probably, I don't know, maybe.
1: I've heard like, about skate podcasts like people are like how'd you get into skating and they're like oh my older brother like stole a skateboard and gave it to me <laughs> and like that act of like whatever yeah turned into like someone's whole career and like life Damn.
0: acts of whatever changing people's <laughs> lives over here yeah that's cool
1: yeah i've been listening to uh rocket queen hell, all day
0: hell yes
1: Trying to give my argument of why it's the best—not my favorite, but why it's the quintessential Guns N' Roses song.
0: Okay, I'm ready to hear why.
1: So it's really not a popular song by them. Like you, I don't know if you, anyone's ever heard it on the radio, especially uh, in LA. where It's, it's just rare. Paradise City. Yeah, it's, it's very rare. rare.
0: Like once a year, maybe once every couple years. It's, and it's probably it's because rare.
1: like the sex. Like the sex act in the middle.
0: Right. Was it which Duff's girlfriend?
1: That's why it's one of the coolest Guns N' yeah. Roses songs because it was Steven Adler's girlfriend.
0: Oh, his Adler. Oh.
1: And so I guess what happened is she was like, So what are we? And he's like, We're nothing. We're just friends with benefits or whatever. And she got mad and she was like, All right. And then she went to Axel and she heard Axel wanted like a sex recording in the song. She was like, I'll do it. He was like, "Screw it, let's do it," and so they did it. And Stephen Adler didn't know till after.
0: Yeah. Wait, they did it in the recording studio too, right? Or in
1: in the re- in the booth, yeah. In the
0: booth. Oh, classic.
1: Classic. So I was like, that adds to it. There's like this kind of infighting with the group, you know, like classic, like um Fleetwood Mac style, kind of. Yeah. And I mean- then it's kind of like best of both worlds because you got. <laughs> the kind of cocky bravado first half, yeah, and then the second half is like kind of the emotional, like kind of like intimate side that Axel shows, and it's like it's like Mr. Brownstone mixed with patience or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think that's why I like Axel so much because like he comes off as like this really arrogant like asshole, and he is. But he's also, like, really sensitive. Like, he would just, like, lock himself up in his room and, like, while the, the boys were, like, partying and tearing the house down and shit. And he would just be, like, working on songs and stuff.
1: Probably crying.
0: Probably crying.
1: Yeah. It's just crying, writing music. But then also <laughs> probably has, like, a shift of mojo and goes out and is the cockiest dude in the room.
0: I, you know what? I, I have never looked up his, like, astrology chart. That'd be interesting. Astronomy? I get confused. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that later. Um, I can't believe I never have. But he's definitely got well, some like polarities going on. Yeah. What? He
1: what's... might even be like bipolar. But um, he uh, remember when he jumped in the crowd and stole that guy's camera?
0: <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah.
1: That <laughs> was to rocket Queen.
0: Oh, more! I love that. There's more. God, I want to know what outfit he was wearing.
1: He was wearing something crazy. I remember he had, like, a, like short shorts and, like, a jacket and, like, a headband.
0: Yes. Oh, classic. But I, I remember he got, like, God, charged with
1: ensuing a riot.
0: Oh, right. Do you know but, what happened? So I want to
1: hear your case of Civil War.
0: Well, oh, right, Civil War. Well, that's just That's just, also a rare one. It's rare. You don't hear it on the radio that often. I um i don't know if i ever have maybe one time but it's just so f- appropriate you know it's so and it's so crazy where you're like axel wrote this like what the fuck is going on here you know but he That's w- true. he really was like a poet he's a well he i guess he still <laughs> is alive but you know that 13 that that album chinese democracy that took him like 14 years or something like it's sad because it really could have been good, you know, but it, it could have. Yeah, it, it was just like way too many instruments and like. um, Yeah, it's kind of like in production. Uh, it seems like it happens to a
1: lot of people, like yeah, in their mid careers.
0: It's so weird. You think people just keep getting better, but then a lot of times they don't.
1: Because it's kind of like it worked for Brian Wilson, and that's about it.
0: Have you? Do you have that Mark? The Mark Cantor's book.
1: No, is that about Guns N'
0: Roses? Oh, dude, they sell it at Cantor's Diner on Fairfax because Mark Cantor. Oh,
1: the Cantor's book.
0: Yeah, because the Cantor's guy grew up with Slash. Ah. He was like Slash best friend. Yeah. So that's where I get a lot of my Guns N' Roses fun facts and shit. But Ah. I haven't, it's been a while since I, you know, I got that like a long time ago because I was wearing the shirt, a Guns N' Roses shirt. In Cantors, and the old lady that was working there was like, oh, my God, you got to get the book. And I was like, well, there's a book. And then I, like, bought it instantly. But that was, like, 10 years ago or something. It's kind of crazy. That's crazy. To think about, yeah. I feel I'll, like
1: family should hold that.
0: that. Yeah. Well, you go just go across the street.
1: That's true. But, That's crazy. Yeah, David Bowie, he got with Flash's mom. No
2: way.
1: <gasps> yeah, she was like a... Oh. I'm not sure she was like, like a costume designer or a hairdresser. She was one of the two for like like pretty high profile. Wow! And that makes sense. David Bowie just had a crush on her. Wow! And I guess it really has like bothered uh, uh, Flash in his life. Like it's really like oh. for some reason to him it's like like oh it's kind of weird. But yeah, I that's I think funny. Cool.
0: That makes sense, I guess. You'd be like weird about David I guess Bowie good. or something, but that's like kind of cool though, also.
1: Yeah, it's like half and half. You don't know how you'd feel about it. Yeah. Like, one part, it's your mom. The other part, it's like David Bowie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I've heard, too, I had a friend that was, his friend was dating Slash's, or yeah, Slash's daughter. And I guess he went to Slash's house, and he's obsessed with dinosaurs. What? Slash is obsessed
0: with dinosaurs? Like
1: dinosaurs. Like Uh, slashes Like big time. Like his favorite thing in the world besides rock is like dinosaurs.
0: Oh, wow! I that I had no no idea.
1: Like about dinosaur that. books, dinosaur toys, dinosaur dinosaurs.
0: Wow. Wow. Which
1: kind of made me like respect him a lot more because that's like that's so in touch with like your inner child.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like that. I have a fun fact that's similar to that, but it's about Danzig. Um, so he has two houses. One is on Franklin and one is in Chevy Hills and it's one of Lucille old yeah. houses, but the one on Franklin that everybody knows where it is and like they drive by it and there used to be a pile of bricks and some vandalism and shit. And just this like creepy fence that's always locked and stuff. But I have a friend that was like doing some work on his house, like plumbing or something. And he saw that he had a, my little pony collection in one of his bathrooms. Like it was Filled with My Little Ponies, crazy. Yeah, isn't that wild? I I think that's one of the things that really makes sense. Like though about a lot him, of rockers, though. yeah, they they have to balance it out somehow.
1: Yeah, because that's so much like just craziness, just crazy energy.
0: Yeah, you got. And when you think oh, rock and
1: roll, with... it's pretty, pretty childish in a way, like rocking. You know, like just rocking yeah. out.
0: Yeah, it really is.
1: So to keep doing it your whole life it kind of probably like keeps you in that young like time like i was watching the uh liam gallagher documentary and from like who's crackle that? or something wait and, who's that uh from oasis
0: oh okay oh i love oasis i just i don't know their and names he was
1: talking about having a band for 20 years and just constantly be on the road he said he really didn't like grow up until the band broke up because he was like oh shit like that from 18 years old, I was 18. Wow. Until the band broke out. And then I was 19, but I was actually wow. like in my 30s.
0: Right. Dang.
1: So I can see like the dinosaurs and the My Little Ponies. It kind of like makes sense that if you're always on tour, always in that mindset, you kind of just stay the same age you started.
0: Especially yeah. with the
1: drinking and the drugs.
2: Yeah,
0: totally. That makes sense. And then you're like, all right. I have a ton of money. I'm fucking investing in my little ponies and dinosaurs.
1: Like anything you were into at 18, <laughs> yeah. you can maximize it when you're like rich and 30 and retired. Like,
0: <laughs> the Sanrio store. Like that's
1: what a little kid would do. Like a eight year old would be like, I want every dinosaur in the world.
0: Yeah. When I grow up, I'm going to spend my money on dinosaurs.
1: <laughs> and then they <laughs> Like if you're like, like you do. niece or nephew, you would really believe it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm but, over uh, here playing with Legos, so. But it's a
1: good thing. I mean, honestly, it's a bad thing, but it makes sense why rock and rollers. Yeah. Kind of are into that.
0: Well, it would also make sense why a nanny would be because I'm exposed to all these fucking cool toys all the time, and then it's like you know you build something cool, and then the kids destroy it, and you're kind of like, I kind of just want to make something and have it not get destroyed, <laughs> you know. Like
1: yeah, it's not satisfying. Especially so I was like, you make.
0: I'm just gonna fucking buy some Legos, but they're because your Legos are like abstract.
1: Thanks, like man. Like temple. It's like spiritual oh
0: yeah, the temple monsters. ones. Yeah, they're like temple. Those cakes. are sick. Thank you. I'm I'm working on making little lights. I want I want to make them light up, you know, and I want to make a really big, oh. like a bigger one, because they're all still pretty small, you know.
1: And they're kind of fluorescent, so that's like i can see the light going through them really nicely yeah
0: there's like some clear orange fluorescent um
1: but even art like lately i've realized a lot of my art revolves around like toys
0: yeah
1: and like things of that nature it's almost like i don't know like
0: it's like therapeutic i don't
1: know if it's like getting over childhood trauma or if it's just like kind of being in touch with that because it's like good for you but
0: well, at this stage I by myself. yeah. Well, how old are you?
1: Twenty seven.
0: Twenty seven. So, normally you would have, like this. These ages, we would have already had kids. And when you have kids, you go through playing again, you know, because you're playing with your kids and you're you're around toys again and stuff. So I feel like maybe it's like since we don't have kids, it's like you're just fulfilling. Like it's like what we would be. It's like Phantom Kids, where you're like, I don't have kids, but I'm gonna buy the toys. <laughs> like and I've, been, kids, that's yeah, I've been like wanting to play catch and stuff too because like one of the kids I watch is old enough now that he's learning how to catch a ball and throw it back to me and it's like really fucking awesome because I'm just like yes like let's go play like I love playing catch you know so fun
1: that's true because uh, like, uh, I, I hang out with my nieces
0: yeah
1: and it's the same thing it's like I find myself like they're like pick a movie and I there'd be like a new movie and I'd be like no let's not watch that let's watch uh, all dogs go to heaven and it was a part of me like <laughs> yeah. wanting to watch all dogs go to heaven but like yeah. kind of like bridge the gap like let's watch a kid movie but let's watch one from my childhood
0: yeah totally totally I well when I'm when I'm nannying and the, and the TVs on or something because um, some people don't watch TV some people do but if they do and there's something on and the kid wants to watch something like I'll put on like old cartoons like on YouTube or something and they mm-hmm. love it. They're like, what is this? And I'm like, dude, it's Bugs Bunny. Like, this is classic. Like, you got to know Bugs Bunny and, like, the Silly Symphonies, you know? Like, that shit is so good.
1: It's super classic. And it, I think it affects our generation's art a lot, too. Totally. Like, we grew up watching Ren and Stimpy, which is demented when you so look at it. insane. Like, at our age. Yeah. And I was so into it. And my dad oh, we and was kind of like. obsessed with it. Yeah. My dad was super into it, too. Probably more than I was.
0: Same, same. And it was, like,
1: exactly his thing. Like, I'll watch that. That's cool. I'm I'm not going to watch Care Bears, but I'll watch Ren and Stimpy.
0: Yeah. No, that's so funny. I was just thinking the other day how I was remembering how we had, like, Beavis and Butthead comics in the bathroom growing up. Like, at my dad's house, it was, like, me, my dad, and my brother. And it was, like, there was always Beavis and Butthead. There was always comics everywhere. But, like, Beavis and Butthead, Ren and Stimpy, the Freak Brothers, the, like, Furry Freak Brothers. But, like... Those huh. were all things that would normally influence, like, it it was, like, a little bit of a different generation, you know? Like, it was a combo.
1: Yeah, it was, like, do you know pre- the furry SpongeBob? like, SpongeBob added adult themes, oh, but, like, Ren and yeah. Stimpy went all the way.
0: Oh, no, Ren they and Stimpy was an adult show. Yeah, that shit was wild.
1: Like, Space Madness, like, it's kind of crazy watching that now, it's, like, that's really what it would be like to go insane, and it's just like a little kid just staring at it, just yeah. absorbing it.
0: Oh, no, we went wild for that shit.
1: But it is funny, like, a lot of parents weren't like that. And because your dad's an artist, correct?
0: Yeah. Come on.
1: And my dad was, like, kind of just like a rock and roll party guy. So it is funny, like, the things our dads let us see kind of influenced our art, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, totally. Not a lot of censorship also not a
1: lot of censorship and a part of it was my dad being ornery like god i don't want to watch this all day we have to watch something cool yeah you so put on spawn or something no
0: totally if if me and my brother were ever caught watching like um full house or something like lame like our parents would make fun of us and be like Why yeah my dad you guys too. He'd put be something... like oh are you a baby yeah like they would totally make fun of us and just be like i don't know they would just laugh at us <laughs> And then we would like
1: be... it's interesting yeah like and my dad right, too. Even got in like trouble we... for it. yeah
0: he got in trouble
1: for it well or, yeah he got in trouble for it because in kindergarten or no in preschool in pre-k i got caught drawing um blade but the teachers <laughs> didn't know who blade was so all they saw was me drawing this vampire guy cutting off other vampires heads and they thought <laughs> i was like a mental case oh
0: my god like a serial killer yeah oh my god So they that's brought my so parents
1: good. in to have a discussion And my dad's like, oh, what the hell? That's Blake. He's a vampire. Like, so unknowing that it's probably not good for, like, a five-year-old to be watching that much death. Yeah. And my mom was so mad, but she really (laughs) couldn't do anything with it because my parents were divorced. So I just was kind of censored with my mom, and then anything goes with my dad.
0: Yeah. Similar kind of thing for me, actually.
1: So it's almost like having two childhoods.
0: Yeah. That's what it felt like. Going back and forth all the time. Which was kind of
1: interesting, because it kind of gives you, like, two separate views of the world.
0: Yeah, two very different views.
1: Because, like, my dad was, like, kind of broke and, like, kind of lived in the bad neighborhood.
2: Yeah. And,
1: like, had no censorship. So my mom was in, like, a nicer neighborhood. Like, very stable, very kind of, like, conservative. And so, like, I literally saw the, like, the good and the bad.
2: Yeah, of of both. Like, childhood. Yeah,
0: and the importance of, like, a little bit of both.
1: Exactly. Like, we went to go eat at this place that was by – it's in Albuquerque. It's, like, this neighborhood called the War Zone. It's kind of, like, where all the gang territories are. They call it the War Zone. And me and my dad used to have an apartment there. Wow. And I was, like, telling my buddies this story where there was a a short person that lived, like, two apartments next to us. And he always had, like, these really – beautiful girlfriends at the house like a new one like every week and i was like dang dang that like that short person has so many like hot girlfriends <laughs> he's like son those are uh, prostitutes
0: oh my god and so i was
1: like what you know it's like when i first learned what a prostitute was because the short guy had these beautiful girlfriends and i was like oh my god <laughs> then he had to teach me what a prostitute was because he kind of like he didn't oh just lie to me the truth he's like
0: yeah
1: what's well, a prostitute uh, it's oh my uh, god. you know, like a dad trying to figure that out. Like, uh, you pay for a girlfriend.
0: Oh my god! Did you remember then, learning about like that stuff?
1: Like, I kind of did, but it's weird how my my dad he kind of used like culture to teach me. Like, he would be watching a movie and like a bad movie, and it'd be brought up, and then then he'd have to explain it.
0: Yeah, right, or you would just see it in the movie, and that would, you would, like, figure it out from the movie, too. Yeah, Yeah, actually, I I think that's, because I can't remember, I don't remember either of my parents, like, ever, like, explaining it to me, but, but it was probably just from, like, movies or something.
1: Movies? And then my dad always beat my mom to the punch because he would show me these crazy movies. So my mom never even got a chance to tell me, like, properly.
2: Right, yeah.
1: I would just come home and be like, I know what sex is. She's like, what? Oh, my but
0: God. But she,
1: but my dad was a good enough dad to, like, it never went over the line. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't show me, I don't know, the worst movie ever, but, like, he would show me Nightmare on Elm Street. Or, like, something like that. Yeah. And to him, it was like a comedy because to him, Freddy Krueger was funny. So he's like, it's a comedy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> did he grow up without censorship? Like, did he grow up seeing crazy shit, too?
1: Um, kind of. He grew up, like, in a boom town. So he grew up in a mining town. And that side of my family is all miners. So at the time, they lived oh, where they're mining uranium. So. Oh,
0: my he God. Pretty much,
1: like, yeah, and Grant new mexico was this and on the, so, res- the
0: reservation or no
1: this was by it yeah
0: oh my god
1: and so my family was like super poor in the depression oklahoma
2: yeah and
1: texas like one side was um dry land farming which was really hard and the other was just super poor okies
2: yeah
1: and then both sides they were like pretty much had a call for people like hey come to New Mexico and mine, and you'll be rich. Yeah. So, okay. pretty much every poor person from Oklahoma was like, well, let's go, let's go to New Mexico. And then that's where my grandparents met because both their parents moved to New Mexico to be miners. And everyone did get rich. Like, grants was huge. Wow. Like, everyone had money, everyone had cars. It was like super working class, like dirt bikes and alcohol and yeah. just partying. The 80s, like, my dad God. said literally one day, some guy came to high school from L.A., like his dad moved there, and slapped the Van Halen record on everyone, and everyone just flipped out.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: He said it was like that much. It was like oh. one Van Halen record like changed the school.
0: This is making me sad for like now. For the now times, and <laughs>
1: oh yeah, because now Grant is there's nothing. It, it's a disaster.
0: Everything's a disaster. Well, what did everybody get sick like from the uranium? Or? No, no. They just,
1: I mean, I think people did get sick, but no one like immediately like. Right. My great grandpa was a uranium miner his whole life, and he lived to be in his like ninety three. Wow. But I guarantee you that people that you know you don't immediately see we're sick like no one i knew but guaranteed people around it were sick
0: yeah oh man
1: like a hundred percent but um so yeah my dad just grew up in that environment and he went to the navy during peacetime and pretty much just partied just partied and had that boom mentality energy do you think
0: we'll ever party and again? and kept it
1: going think we'll ever party again i don't know because the way he explained partying in the 80s was so different than it is now.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, what was it like just in Just kind of like,
1: just that Van Halen energy, just party, yeah. just girls and cocaine, and it was like real cocaine, and, you know, it was yeah, like a whole right. thing behind it. And then the 90s came, and then you get Alice in Chains, and you get Stone Temple Pilots, and you get that depression, that, like, darkness, that, you know, that, like, Everybody matrix, dying. like, goth <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, everyone died. And then that's when, like, yeah, his life kind of, like, took a turn.
0: That's when I was a kid. So we got the, like, everybody's dying from heroin, you know, when you're, like, seven. Exactly. And you're like, oh, shit, what? what?
1: <laughs> exactly. And the coke turns into meth, and then it just falls downhill.
0: Yeah. And now the coke isn't even meth. It's, like, fucking fentanyl or whatever the hell.
1: Yeah, which hardly makes sense because it's, it's not even. all the, the downer?
0: Yeah, I don't really get that. Well, I guess they just put a little bit in there with all the other crap. I, who the fuck? I don't know why people still do coke, honestly.
1: Yeah, like there's probably. I wonder if anyone's ever even done coke.
0: Yeah, like I wonder the level of like what the purest coke I've ever done is. I haven't done it much. Yeah, because I'm just not impressed. You know, it's kind of just like really. Like, give me a fucking, that, like, and I feel like strong coffee, shit. Like, let's get jacked on, like, that instead. Like, that would probably do more, but.
1: Even Molly, it's such a Russian roulette.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. It's weird. You got to get that real MDMA, but it's so, sen- like, if you get the real shit, then it's kind of more sensitive to your, like, if you, if I worked all day, I can't do MDMA in the afternoon, like, at night. Like, I can't do, go to a rave on a Friday night. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got it. cause or else you'll just be so tired. It won't like be as good.
1: Mm-hmm. Like you almost, sometimes people need that little bit of meth to like party all night.
0: Yeah. No, the, I mean, well, the, but is funny. the it's meth, like half and half. The done, meth-y like, is fucking amazing. <laughs> that shit is like really Yeah. It's good. like I've
1: done half meth and half actual ecstasy. Like I've had horrible nights where you're up for two and a half days because yeah. someone gave you some bump pill. And then I've had like spiritual, like, emotional experiences because you get the real stuff but
0: well, i've had emotional to me, ex- like I'm- or oh, spiritual experiences on both of them but i wouldn't want to do the meth one again but like looking back it was pretty dope
1: you're right the the, the meth one was cool for like first like 15 hours yeah and right then the rest is horrible the
0: rest is bad the next day was terrible but like and then when you get the good mdma you're like wow there is no come down like, you just feel like yeah. it's time for it to stop, and then you go to sleep, and then you feel refreshed. Like, it almost feels like you're getting a restart, whereas the other one but feels like it's killing every day, like, is like the gamble you. gets higher. <laughs> the what gets like higher? Like, the
1: gamble of getting, the gamble of oh. the Russian roulette. It's less oh, and less man, I get you some day, good like, shit.
0: We got, or more got and got more a, bullets. I got a good connection lately. Well, like, I, I remember the, up, but...
1: me and my buddies <laughs> did all the mess one once, and um, we were at a table outside. And it was kind of chipping away a little bit because, like, the rain. Uh And then while we were talking, we didn't realize that we were chipping away. We were just, like, taking off the chips. And then the next day, or I guess the next day and a half, two days later, when we finally fell asleep and woke up, that table was completely clean because we chipped off every single piece (gasps) of chips.
0: that we chipped (laughs) the
1: whole layer off. But we didn't realize it. Dude.
0: That's what's up, though. That It's shit like that that I'm like, yeah, like, I would never be a heroin addict. Like, I would totally be a tweaker, you know? Because, like, that, yeah. I could do that even sober, chipping away something on the table. It was a big table.
1: It was, like, five of us just oh chipping, not even realizing. No,
0: honestly, that sounds like a great night to me. Like, that, I, I <laughs> It was cool. Chipping
1: away. At, and then at, we went and walked around the park.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. I would rather do that than, like. What do you do on heroin? Just, like, pass out or something?
1: Yeah, I guess you go to sleep. Not out. Unless you do a speedball.
0: Some people, though, they do heroin and they seem like they're on meth. So I feel like it might affect people differently. A lot of people do both. Yeah.
1: Like, at the same time.
0: I'll just smoke weed and drink some coffee. That shit will fuck you up. That's, like, nature's speedball or whatever. Or, like... The chiller man. There's a
1: part of me that I'd almost rather do a speed bowl. Weed fucks me up. I get. Oh, really? And coffee. Well, I'm that's like, what I mean. Like, yeah, those weed. two
0: things are strong. Like, you could really get jacked up that's on true. weed and coffee.
1: Yeah, that's like my nemesis.
0: Yeah. I'll feel it the, ne- the pretty next much day much cut the out morning. everything out of my life. <laughs> really? No, I'm like, no substances? or
1: No substances.
0: That's cool. I totally cut it out. Yeah. I feel great. That's good. That's
1: cool, it's like I don't want to be that preachy guy, but it does feel a lot better, yeah, and it I, does yeah. feel like my life has like gone more positive, and like almost there's almost no downside except I don't have that like release anymore that like drinking and drugs can give you like that I don't know that like cathartic kind of boost,
0: yeah, yeah, but so you're on a different... I don't
1: even know if I need.
0: It's kind of exhausting. I mean, I can't really drink anymore. I just it, – it just it makes me feel like shit, you know? Like, even if I just have, mm-hmm. like, one beer, I'm like, this is stoop. Like, I just don't even get it. So –
1: I think that's part of age, too, because our liver just yeah. doesn't doesn't run through our liver as quick as it used to. So you kind of get, like, leftover toxins. I guess that's a lot of it.
0: Yeah, I think I just also have a hard time – I'm a slow detoxer, mm-hmm. so I it's never really been – I've never really got like been a drinker, but we too. Like, and I, I don't tried. Know, I, to- I tone it down. Like a eighth will last me like months, you know. But I sm- usually mm-hmm. smoke a little every day. But that little so you are saying, fucks you attribute a lot
1: of that to like magnesium.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I toned it down a lot when I started taking magnesium. The like magnesium bicarbonate, especially like, and then magnesium chloride too. But it's not as good to eat that, you know. It's better to like soak in that than to drink it but like
1: epsom salt
0: yeah but real sea salt not the because epsom salts are um magnesium sulfate which is made in a lab which is like Mm. it's some people like it whatever but like i just rather have the stuff from the ocean you know like the natural
1: it's way more it's way more expensive it makes so so much sense
0: it sucks like it seems
1: logical yeah
0: It that's how I feel about it, but and um, but then it just sucks because it's like you know, ups and salts will be like seven bucks, and like the sea salt is like twenty bucks or something for the same amount.
1: it's not that much more, but
0: it's kind of just like, what are you gonna do?
1: But even like vitamin C to get like the whole food versions, like more expensive than like the ascorbic acid.
0: I know it's absurd. It sucks when you learn about shit because then you're like, great. Yeah. It's like a... And there's
1: a part of me, too, that's like, of course it's more expensive. Like, yeah, is this also a conspiracy? Goddamn. Yep.
0: Yep. They don't want it to be accessible. But luckily, a lot of that stuff is small and you just hold it under your phone and fucking want, you know, I guess I shouldn't be... That's true. Or like, oops, I forgot. should be I forgot. saying that, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. There's ways. No, been, Nature finds a I've been a on way. my healthy
1: tip. It does. And I mean... It makes sense too, like I made this uh photo once, and it was all the thirteen major elements of the body, and it's like, oh cool, um carbon, oxygen, all these things, and yeah it just really made me think like we are all those pills,
2: <laughs>
1: like to think that we don't need them is insane because that's what our body's made out of,
0: yeah, yeah, it's no coincidence that our food is like depleted from all of the nutrients and like min- exactly the minerals and then the, are, the way we eat them too. And- yeah, and then they're, like, fortified with, like, fake version. It's, like, everything's just, like, fake worlds. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun.
1: When you take a step back from anything, it's all so messed up.
0: Ba- yeah, basically. And it's only,
1: like, only like 150 years.
0: Yeah, it's not. That's the thing that really trips me out. I'm like, wait a second. This recent timeline, like, well, all of the things we're so accustomed to is just, like, very recent. Like, even recent. bathrooms like, uh... and plumbing and shit, it's just, like... What the hell did people do before? I think that's why women wore long dresses. Because, like, in the Wild West and shit, when you had to go pee, it's like you'd be out. What? Like, there wasn't always an outhouse. You're, like, out in the fucking middle of what? What was it? Who knows? But then you can just, like, pee just and you have it. a privacy, you know? <laughs> it's not like wearing pants. Where that's kind of like, like uh, Expose your butt or whatever.
1: That's what I'm making my new photo book about. It's kind of about the game of telephone. Really? Somehow. how... Mm -hmm. It's like how the things that were so pure and traditional for thousands of years, and how it's just instinctual in us. How, Mm -hmm. yeah. About 150 years later, how the game of telephone has made us so backwards of what we used to do ceremonially.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So it's
1: like the things we think are traditional really aren't.
0: Yeah. No. And the things we think are uh, feminist really aren't.
1: Exactly. Like I had a discussion with my friend, so. We are at a sweat lodge and we were talking about how, oh, it's cool. You know, we're doing our traditional thing. And he was mm-hmm. like, but when you think about it, it's not traditional. Like we're using tarps and we're using like Star Wars blankets as the cover. And they used to use <laughs> buffalo hide. Right. And we're using metal buckets and plastic ladles to put the water on the rocks, And like, he's like, it's not like a video when the spirits come to like, you know, because like the first song is usually like calling the spirit song in huh. and they probably come they're like what is this vehicle yeah like, like it's like wh- a truck and these like what kids is it like what are they doing and he's like and he took it a step farther like this guy's pretty pretty wise named yeah. marcus he um he was like yeah dude like think about us and we die and we're gonna like go to some like projected room because like the atmosphere is so dirty like everyone lives inside and like They project nature on the walls, and there's a sweat lodge made out of, like, titanium. (laughs) And we're going in there, and we're going to be like, what the fuck are they doing? And it's going to be, like, a further version of telephone.
0: Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. And
1: so I was like, that's a good concept. So I kind of took that, and that's, like, what I'm running my book on is, like, things we think are spiritual. Yeah. That's so backwards. So it's so purposely distasteful that it's not like oh i messed up i meant to represent this properly and i i fell but it's like like i made a totem pole out of like teddy bears yeah stuff like that it's
0: blatant yeah yeah but everyone thinks they're honest (laughs) right
1: that's the thing even me like i think oh i'm doing the right thing it's like probably not
0: but like we're all we all have this is what we have to work with we're in a different we're in a cage, basically, and this is what we got.
1: And they robbed everyone of their history, so we kind of have to like yeah, we don't know get how to, pieces.
0: We're literally in captivity, trying to like some of us are trying to like slowly kind of like escape or reverse our conditioning and like get some of our responsibility back and our connection with nature, but like. If you just like threw me in nature, like I love nature and it's obviously like that's the laws I want to live under, but like you throw me in the woods and I would like be fucking it would suck, you know.
2: And yeah, like it I'm gets not boring, even like, and, like yeah,
0: like, it's it gets boring for one thing and then like even camping I'm like, okay. I'll like sleep in a van or something, you know. <laughs> like even yeah. that like I'm like uh pull over on the side of the road and sleep in the car.
1: Like I took uh, this one photo for the book. It's like um, you know trail cam, where it's like they'll capture like like a dog wa- or like a wolf walking, and yeah, to the camera, like all stock. I thought it'd be really funny if there was a. I take a self portrait of me in the desert, like fully naked, yeah. like on all fours, like walking, <laughs> as if like you got your trail cam back and you're like what the fuck? Oh <laughs> there are naked guys on all fours.
0: Dude, you should and do that in front of people's, like, rings. I did do it. I you took
1: did? a photo of it. And there was gnats oh. everywhere. Like, it was insane because I was really in the desert because I didn't want anyone to see me.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I had to go so far. And it was just so annoying because there was, like, a thousand gnats on me at all times. Oh, God. And the, the more I sweat, no, I was just coated in ants or oh, gnats. Oh,
2: that's
0: the worst. And, like,
1: and I was, like, God, you can't even go to nature sometimes and get, like, a some peace of mind because then you got to worry about naps all over
0: you no dude i fucking one time i was on mushrooms in the in the woods with my friend and man I w- we were sitting on this log like making out it was one of my ex-boyfriends and then all of a sudden i was like oh fuck there's like ants in my pants like there's ants in on oh, this log. Like, this log was like covered in ants and then we ended up like burning all our clothes in the fire and it was like hilarious oh my god you know because we were like fuck these ants like you know, the reality of nature is like and like especially doing drugs in nature, like you realize how stupid you are sometimes. You know, like, oh I'm gonna like I, sure. I grew up in boxes and I think I'm gonna like go do drugs in this like crazy environment, you know? But it was like a fucking campground. Like that's how, you know, stupid we are. Like, can't like the even... real world is <laughs> yeah. Death. Yeah, basically like almost every it's animal
1: like... dies by teeth.
0: Right. Or they get and, eaten by something. I mean, I don't know, that seems kinda gnarly.
1: That's what I mean, like by teeth. Like they just like one day they're walking, next day there's like like teeth in their back of their neck to break their spine.
0: Right, okay. I get what you're saying.
1: But yeah, no, so it's 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 hard to it's like a
0: slow burn for us.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It's like that And
1: death is almost like tweet. an insult to us, like Yeah. We're dying,
0: we're di- yes, right? Like, it's like the reality we don't face every day, but it's like yeah. we're perpetuating it. It's like that, um, that tweet you you posted like a week ago or something. It was a series, but one of them was like, you know, it was like an analogy of like a frog in a boiling pot of water or in a pot of water oh, that's yeah. like, you know, slowly reaching boiling point and doesn't realize, like, he thinks he's in like a nice bat, like, he doesn't re- realize he's about to get boiled alive, and it's like a metaphor for Until us yeah like, oh, it's like yeah that's like what's happening right now i feel like you know it starts with the mask and interesting because it go what when's the end get you know like
1: because people really think it's like the movies where there's going to be like this climax <laughs> like this, right it's oh it's all going down right now but it, mm-hmm. it's not like that anymore Mm-mm. like world war ii it seems like that was the last time it was really like yeah it's like all stealth now a hardcore climax
0: yeah, it's all like... Like,
1: pretty much we've been at war with Russia for years in the Middle East.
0: Right, right.
1: But just not with Russia, with Libya, or with, you know, all these different, like, like countries that, like, we use as proxies. Like, it's all done in, like, these kind of, like, subtle ways now.
0: Yeah, totally. And, like, there's and, like, never people... going to be a draft again. Like, they, things would never be that, like... They, they're they not going to do the same thing, you know? It's going to be unrecognizable. Yeah to
1: us exactly even like the police brutality it's like it's just happening slowly like it's not gonna be like one day like cops just kill everyone it's like it's just gonna be slowly they're gonna just keep pushing it and pushing it and people like most people are like not even most but like a good amount of people are like against it but other people are like ah it's not that bad according to me right all lives matter people and all that because it's never gonna get to that point
0: right yeah, I think it's really shocking to me, anybody that thinks police reform, like police reform, something, something needs to change. Like this system isn't right, you know, whether we need to create something new, but it's like, it needs to be done by us. You can't just like, I, I'm worried that like people are going to like, you know, quote unquote, like bought, like what defund or to get rid of the police. And then they're going to be like, okay, cool. Now we have like military control or it's going to be something worse, you know, whereas especially like,
1: like yeah, the corporate police. Like if yeah. Amazon had their own private,
0: oh god, because no, or at like that robots point... or something. Like I'm just like, how which I already we...
1: have. I went to a casino, oh, no. and there was a robot, like a police robot.
0: Wow,
1: and it was just roaming around the casino, like and it had like the the no. star on it and the blue and the white <laughs> and everything.
0: Why weren't and people it just their drinks on? It. That's, it. Doing. That's so fucked up.
1: It was so well, weird, and, and it was all like... friendly too. It was all nice.
0: Three sixty cameras or some shit or one eighty. Yeah, it looked what, like kinda 360? like a what's all the way around.
1: Like it looked like a bullet. Like a giant fat Yeah. Bullet, like a like a I've glade seen, can.
0: I've seen pictures of these. Yeah, a giant glade can. They should have made it look like a big glade can. Just freak people out.
1: They should have made it look like a scary terminator. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, they won't do that. That's what people expect. They they expect the Terminator to look like Terminator.
0: Right. The terminator no, actually just looks like it. a friendly
1: yeah, exactly. It looks like a friend, like, Wally or something.
0: Right. Or the, um, those yellow guys with the eyes. Shit. What are they called? That did that, like, Pixar crap. Oh, Minions. Minions, yeah. It'll be, like, some cute little, like, cartoon or something.
1: Exactly. And even now, they're getting people to snitch on each other and all that. It's almost like they're just, they only have to, like, do a little bit and people will do the rest.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Like I was talking to someone, and it was like you only need one psyop to kind of control a bunch of other people, and then they become their own psyop.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Not realizing that they're just kind of doing someone else's bidding.
0: Yeah, it just like breeds. Once you start it, it's it's all yeah,
1: it's just a chain like, reaction.
0: Yeah, different petri dishes or whatever with shit you just like. Mm-hmm. Then it mutates into something else. I don't like, know. It feels like we're doomed, honestly. But I, like, like
1: what? What I is the doomed, actual like,
0: solution? Like, what could you possibly? You know what I mean? Like, wh-
1: the the way I look at it is the only way to date America is to leave America. God. Or find some land within America where you're going to be untouched, like
0: underground.
1: My underground or <laughs> somewhere because to try and Delaware get this system to work where it's South extremely Dakota. equal. Is going to be, it's not going to happen in your lifetime.
0: No. No, I don't know what. So the f- I at, yeah, no.
1: I look at it like get enough money and just leave.
0: Right, but where do you. And go? then you can
1: create your own utopia. You can go to. I don't think we're going to be
0: able to leave. Did you see the EU is like, they're working on plans to like completely ban travel from America to the EU countries?
1: Jeez. Well, I wouldn't want to go there anyways. I'd rather go I wouldn't self-care. want
0: to go there either, but I'm saying like, you know, I also kind of feel like the wall, the uh, uh, the border wall is like to keep us in than less less of keeping other people from coming in.
1: It's a slippery slope. Like where do we that. even
0: have to go? Where could we go? Who would take us? Where we all have know. COVID, we're going to spread it, you know.
1: Like it's funny that my <laughs> uncle, he's like a marine or ex-marine, like a sex fireman like, iron worker, badass guy, and he's pretty rigid and conservative, but he lives on his own land, he has his own, like, tiny little ranch with, like, horses, he's, like, an expert hunter, like,
2: you know, he could get his
1: own well, like, all these things, I'm like, that's funny that these are the guys that are going to survive.
0: Yeah. Well, and those are the people I'd want to be around, like, whether I agree with them on shit or not, like, I feel safer around people that at least, like, know how to survive, not... And aren't like dependent on like the grocery store.
1: Exactly. Or like, like totally he has not. it in he has it all covered. But he's not even worried about that. He's like that like everything's fine.
0: Wow. Oh wow. That's how he wants to live. That's amazing. Like, I'm really blown away by people that think that shit's like fine and it's gonna be like okay or something, you know? Or like when this is over. <laughs> or like
1: Yeah, he's just kinda like he doesn't really care. He likes to like do manly stuff. He makes he actually makes art. He makes these like, like kachina doll metal sculptures, like pretty oh. big, like five feet tall. And wow, he's retired. And that's
0: super cool.
1: That's all he likes to do, and that and hunt. Like he's so good at hunting that people wow. pay him to go hunting with him.
2: Wow.
1: But it's funny because the people that really care, like like in the city, like oh it's going crazy, and the people that don't care are the ones that are gonna like survive. And like oh shit, the world ended. Yeah. I'm just like. On my ranch,
0: right? Didn't even notice.
1: Yeah, didn't even notice.
0: I want to be one of those people, but I, like, I also kind of feel like it's just too late for me. Like, I don't know how to. Like, I really don't know how to do shit. You know?
1: Yeah, it's it's like a lifetime of work.
0: I could make a braid. I could braid grass if I had to. (laughs) Maybe I don't know. I could probably teach myself. I could probably figure out how to weave something trying to think like i I I could watch kids that's all i know how to do i could uh ah,
1: but like desert land is really cheap like you can buy land really cheap in the desert
0: yeah and then get a well we're looking like into it
1: try to like get i mean my i told you my grandpa my great grandpa from texas he was a dry farmer and he would dry farm watermelons which is incredible um pretty hard i guess
0: yeah does he use a lot of ground cover. There's a way. There is a way. I, we've been kind of learning about that. My dad's been experimenting with, like, different permaculture kind of stuff for desert in, environments, like how to keep the water in the ground, you know? Yeah, kind of keep from it. From evaporating. And then
1: also, like, little things, too. Like, I guess my grandma was telling me they had to put, um, at a certain time of the year, they'd put newspaper underneath the watermelons, every single one. Because when animals would go next to it, they would step on the newspaper and get scared and <gasps> run away. And that's how they kept Genius. animals off their watermelon.
0: Oh my God, I'm going to try that for some squash we got going right now. Yeah. But I
1: had a bunch of mice in my house. I live like right now, I live like in a hundred year old adobe.
0: Oh, was it those little desert
1: mice? Yeah, and there was a bunch. Because like, so I had my dog living with me. But and uh, my dog went to go live with my uncle on that ranch.
2: Hmm.
1: It's not really a ranch. It's like a small desert plot. Yeah. But still, the dog I think, would be a lot happier there because my grandparents, it's kind of their dog, and they had to go back to Alaska. Yeah. But the airlines aren't letting animals fly. So the dog had to stay here.
0: Really? Like, as of when?
1: Um, I don't know if they changed it, but definitely during the lockdown, which they were wow. trying to get back home because they didn't want to deal with all that. So that's kind of crazy. At the time. What's and even the sense Yeah, of in April. I don't really get it. Yeah, I don't understand that either because it seems like it causes a lot more issues than, like, the dog isn't going to get COVID. I don't get it. Yeah,
0: like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, none of this shit makes sense, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just another Not one. Like, virus. today I saw a guy running around in circles at a park by himself. No one else there with a mask on. No. I was like, dude, come on
0: no that's basically silver lake this whole time and it's still going strong like people are just running around the lake with masks on and it's like 95 degrees outside and it's like i'm like worried for these people but then i'm also like more worried for myself because they're gonna get like all our fucking rights taken away and they're gonna will they're gonna like beg for the government to take our rights away and that's like what yeah i, I saw something he with, posted. you posted know? it was
1: like a matrix meme and how you're saying fear <laughs> has become a virtue yeah and that Hell, one really that, that one, one really stuck with me
0: yeah that one affected me because it made too. me
1: really think because people do talk about fear as like this like strength now like mm-hmm. i'm fearful and you should be too and if you're not afraid then you're an asshole. right well
0: that's and, the, the and common it's not denominator even
1: like, yeah and it's not even people being reckless like walking in stores and like no mask or coughing or i don't know what people think they're doing but like just even if you were out in a park by yourself with no yeah. mask they want to be like what an apple
2: yeah
0: no it's crazy but it's crazy they're out of their minds literally they're probably having out-of-body I, experience
1: something i was like in the guy that i was running i was like i was almost like word for his other health like i hope you don't pass out or have a heat stroke because today's pretty hot yeah that's. you kind of need to breathe when you're running
0: yeah it's like really crazy like and you know if you're very if you're so afraid of like getting this shit from running or something it's like do a different kind of exercise or like run at night when there's less people or like go somewhere where there isn't anybody because there's like so many fucking places you could go run where there's like no people I mean, I guess, even, yeah. but even if you're running outside and there's nobody there, like, I just don't get it, you know, like,
1: because I think, I don't know if people think COVID is like a, how far
0: like, they a like a, can like travel. a dust storm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, I think they think it's like a dust storm coming and it's just like, it's yeah. coming. <laughs> it's, it's so weird.
0: Yeah. This is our dust bowl. Kind of.
1: Like, I kinda mean, it, it's crazy. It's like so the trauma everyone's going to have like 50 years from now. No, like, it's really bad. You know, like, like, like everyone's gonna turn into germophobes. Even when this is, say, it's, oh, we found it's, it's over, it's gone. Like, people are still gonna be sanitizing their hands a bunch, and like, yeah, it's still gonna like be in their like mental.
0: Well, and that's gonna keep causing all these more other waves. You know, like the quote unquote totally. second be like, wave. I'm like, yeah, because what have you guys been doing? Like decreasing your oxygen intake, putting like chemicals all over yourself. Like, it's insane being all scared, like, that's going to lower your immune system so bad, more than anything, really. Like,
2: yeah.
0: and the amount of people going in with, like, anxiety attacks that don't even have COVID, which we still don't even know what it even is yet. Like, it's just sad yeah. too. like, the people that preach science and they're, they're like, not even looking at the real shit. They think that CNN is, is science and Fauci and all these, like, corrupt government agencies mm-hmm. are, like, Real, you know, they think well, it like, oh, that, well, they like, must science... be <laughs> legit. Well, because
1: science is kind of, in a way, turned dogmatic in terms of like funding.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Like if you try to do, I mean, in art and anything, it's like if you try to do anything radical, you're not going to get funding.
0: No, no, it's just, yeah. It's... Or if
1: you try to say something that's going to go super against the status quo, no one's going to fund it and no one's going to put you into like the media funnel.
0: Yeah, nobody's going to even want to be associated with you at all like
1: you're not gonna have any peers you know because i noticed like me and you we try to like not i guess like hit people to like what we perceive as the truth you know like like what we've been kind of seen and like what we've been told or what we've like learned and it's like there's a part of me that like is almost like should it just be every man for themselves like (laughs) and there's like you want to help people and and who knows? We could be misguided. Like, but all well, I know is that, like,
0: that's the difference right there, though, because like, I think that all the time you question yourself, which is like. Other people don't question anything. They don't question their own beliefs. Mm-hmm. They don't question what they're being told. There's no questioning going on at all. There's only like the con- Everybody else is a conspiracy theorist and I'm
1: right. Exactly. Because everyone like, you got to question for unanimous now. Yeah. Like, the police system is corrupt. Like, I think everyone's kind of on board. Like, yeah, this is pretty fucked up. It's undeniable. It's but they totally... don't realize how high that China command goes. Right. And how that of right. command is an umbrella <laughs> for everything.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, the chief police, you know, he's ran by the Department of Justice. He's ran by the Senate. And then who else runs the Senate? You know, like, the people that are involved with health. Yeah. And that are releasing these, like, mandates. So it's, like, it's all under the same umbrella, but people think just the corrupt part is the police like oh only that is corrupt
2: right or just yeah. Donald
1: Trump is corrupt they like, it all comes down it's all umbra- one umbrella of corruptness
0: yeah what would it look like though if it all got like quote-unquote like taken down I mean I feel like it ultimately just it goes back to boycotting order again. like I feel like that's why you know this is why I'm not protesting because it's just like we have to boycott everything you know like which, you know, obviously we even, can't even do, but it's like, like, you could, like, why are people still, why is Amazon still going up? Like, what are people doing? They're actually fucking buying, supporting that guy? I don't understand that, you know, like.
1: Or like buying the protest signs from Amazon.
0: Right. No. Are people doing that? Like, <laughs>
1: I mean, markers, <laughs> well, poster boards.
0: Right. Yeah. And their gloves. And They're not like making
1: their own. Like they have to get it from Target or something, you know, or Walmart. Right or Hobby Lobby, who, like, wants Trump, you know, like...
0: it's, like, everybody cared about the environment, and then all of a sudden, like, COVID, there's, like, gloves and masks all over the floor, and it's, like, this is super fucking wasteful and insane, you know, like, and really, like, we don't need to be manufacturing more of these, like, things. This is trash, you know? We're manufacturing more trash.
1: Yeah. I mean, the more I kind of sit back and look at it, the more I'm just kind of, like, civilization itself is a curse. Like, getting this... Getting this many people together in one place is a curse.
0: Yeah, and this detached from, like, our mom, you know, like, nature. It's just...
1: uh, And it's, like, because the way I look at, like, Native Americans and just, like, the teachings that I was taught is that the way, like, Europeans, like, kind of project Native Americans is that they're, like, kind of, like, Stone Age people. Like, they're behind the times. like And technology is, like, what we... Put as the future, right like, oh, well, they didn't have Gatlin guns, so they're not futuristic, they're not evolved, like yeah, perhaps they would have evolved to machine guns had they had enough time, but I think they did have enough time. They just used their evolution to like evolve into something more spiritual and more something more connected to nature,
0: yeah,
1: and in a way, they were far beyond oh yeah, and I feel like they all kind of lived within small communities and then that kind of seemed like a working fit like there was a symbiotic relationship between all the tribes and there was some battles for sure but it was never like conquest like they knew each other were there they didn't conquest each other there was never like they didn't come and it was saying there's only the navajos there's only dakota it's like there's thousands
0: yeah so many and in
1: europe there's like 10 right you know france britain spain there's like it kind of shows like how for how long and I feel like they had it figured out but at this point we're so far gone that it would be impossible to do that to go back to that and at this point I feel like you just got to go back to just you and your family like on a farm
0: yeah that's how I feel that's kind of like I know the people I know that kind of like see this or have a similar perspective I guess or everybody's doing it's like that's that's kind of like the clear that's what's left you know Is just like land Mm -hmm. family um keeping in touch with like the few people that you're actually down with and like fuck this like fake created culture that's just made us obsessed with like consumerism and like trying to be cool like it's just so whack you know and like for some of us it's always been whack but then it's just like you get Trampled by this herd of people that are just like on a fucking mission to be cool. And it's like, fuck, you know, like where did they come from? (laughs) Like, that's what I want to know. Like, especially like being from LA Mm -hmm. where you're just like, okay, cool, like herd of motherfuckers just like move here, trample your whole scene and then like all make tons of money off of like some shit that you and your friends started. And then you guys are the whole thing's dismantled and you're like, that's not even what we were trying to do, you know?
1: because la is only like in the last 10 years where there was like that giant wave yeah i feel like before that it was like oakland san francisco like in the 2000s yeah and then like 2010 it seemed like la was just yeah
0: that's when we got all the people from sf because fs sf is all jacked up now you know so people Mm -hmm. were like fleeing there and coming back down here which you know that that, that's bad when because you know, there's like a rivalry, like we don't fuck with SF and they don't fuck with us, you know, like we're not the same. Oh, yeah. I'd be happy if I I never go to SF again. (laughs) Fuck that place. No, it's cool, but I don't like it. Yeah,
1: like for me, like, like the art world too is like this place where people are trying to like, I don't know, save the world. And I was like, this is part of the game too. Like, Yeah, exactly. It's It's their PR. Yeah. And it just seems like it's. I mean, like, I'm a hypocrite. I make art, but it's just, like, seems you're, like the only thing to do.
0: That's, you. it's different. You're not even the same at all, dude. Like, you're not, don't even compare yourself, you know? That's life. Like, art is life. Art is spiritual. That's, like, therapy, healing. It connects you with, like, the nature inside of yourself, which is your mind and, like, creating stuff, and that's nature, too, you know? And, like... I mean I feel like that I, I at least have a really strong connection to the nature inside of me even though I'm yeah. in this, grew up in boxes and I'm in this like captivity like I still feel a very strong connection to like the source which is nature which is in all of us but like I just have a problem there's with all this consumerism way. I'm just like yo we don't need any more stuff like there's cool there's too much cool shit you know we have too much wit- cool shit like everywhere it's fucked up you know
1: it's- like it's interesting, I just watched this documentary, it's about um, Freud, it's about his nephew, and have you seen it, it's called The Century of Self?
0: No, I haven't seen it, I'm going to write it down.
1: It's pretty interesting, it's the same guy that made um, Sounds Hypernormalization. Oh,
0: I've heard of it. Man, I fucking hate this guy, Why everybody loves him. I'll, I'll watch it though, what's, it, wait, hyper- it's the... The other
1: one, this one, so Hypernormalization I hate is kind of like a philosophy. it's like a theory. But this one's actually, like, historical. This one's based off of, like...
0: My issue is, I don't... It's based off... Wait, was it based off
1: of? Oh, it's based off Freud's nephew, who took Freud's teachings on the subconscious and all that, and he applied it to, um, like, financial advising and, like, corporate advising,
2: Uh and was
1: doing all these, like, experiments with, like, the way they kind of, like, do products. So, like, we always see, like, subliminal stuff now and how, like... When you think of a muscle car, you think of a man, and you think of like certain things you associate it with something like emotional, and that's all from this guy.
2: Oh
0: wow! Okay. So like, yeah, this sounds interesting. He got
1: women to smoke cigarettes because Philip Morris, the cigarette company, came to him and was like, "Right, hey, we we need more women to smoke cigarettes." So he's like, kind of broke down the reason why women don't smoke cigarettes, and then he kind of applied that to like a like a theme. He's like, "Okay, well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna kind of put." feminism and cigarettes in the same in the wow. same uh, conversation yeah so he, he dubbed them freedom sticks and then he had all these like kind of like flapper women like the cool rebellious women at the time smoking cigarettes and then it kind of just it literally like overnight boomed because women are like oh it's like a feminist thing to smoke cigarettes it's like yeah independent well, the freedom happening. stick
0: yeah they're still exactly. using these and that's what you techniques. see well, it's funny cuz everybody's exactly. watching this stuff, but why aren't they realizing it? Like, I feel like are people realizing this is happening right now still and it never stopped. Like
1: I think people do realize it, but they're so paralyzed by like how long it's been happening and how you have been right. your whole life is built it's around our it. Your whole
0: life, yeah. Wait, what what is this one like, called? Cuz I do want to watch this.
1: Uh, The Century of Self. It's like a three or four part series. Okay. But Fine. it just shows how like he injected all this yeah. these theories into the way it's marketed and how to control people even into politics. And it's just like sad to like break it down. You're like, oh shit, like I bought that thing because it did speak to me emotionally. Like, oh that shirt is so cool. It's like right. Like it it represents me. It's everything I like. And and they play on our insecurities and stuff. They play on it. And then you're just so it, it is hard to break yourself down. Like holy shit, that's all my life.
0: Well, that's why it's a slow, it's a slow burn, but if you want to escape, it's a slow climb out, you know, like you can't just like, yeah. it's like you're diving. We've been pushed down super far deep into the ocean and you can't just jump back. You'll like turn yourself inside out. You so you have to slowly like acclimate, you know, the oxygen levels or whatever the, whatever the fuck divers do. So they don't like, so the stomach doesn't come out of mm-hmm. their mouth or some fucking horrible thing. Like
1: in every way, in, in any way it is every man and woman for themselves.
0: Yeah. But, like, it's, like, people always ask me, like, how I can handle so much information. And it's, like, really fucked up shit, too. And I'm just, like, it's been this way since I was seven. Like, I've never stopped. Like, this is what I've always been doing, you know? Like, I like looking behind shit. I like figuring out what's really going on. I, the truth doesn't bother me, you know? I can handle it. Like, it doesn't, I don't get my feelings hurt or take it personally. I'm just kind of, like, wow, that's fucked up. Okay. So, it's been, like, a steady... Climb and
1: same, like my grandpa. I, I is can't like, imagine
0: what these people would be experiencing. Like, could you imagine exactly. learning that like, the cops like, are fucked up now? Like, what the that's like, that's yeah, that's that's insane, you know. That's like actually, that's and I feel I'm, like me and you, for these like, people.
1: because we've been on this mission since we were kids, like, yeah, you know, you're obviously gonna get to like the top of the pyramid of the top of the corruption, and that's really fucking scary. And when you show like that helplessness, like right. it's kinda like you do feel helpless when you go to the tippy top. Like when people just think it's only the cops, they do feel like they have this power. Like, whoa, if we just handle the cops right then the world will be a better place. And you're like, No, you haven't gone deep enough and the deeper you get, the more helpless you get.
0: Yeah, and like on the one side I'm like, Okay, maybe the cops and dealing with this is like a a step, you know, but then it's like you'll see shit where it's like, really we're gonna we're gonna change Aunt Jemima packaging and not, and then not address the issue of why the fuck people are eating that in the first place, you know?
1: Yeah, and there's this, it's <laughs> like, like... I don't so know, it's, then depth. I'm
0: like, fuck, okay, this is like two one step forward and two steps back, and like, we're never gonna get anywhere, you know?
1: Because mm-hmm. even like my grandpa, like, he was like in the American Indian, or he wasn't in the American Indian movement, he was in Red Power, but he knew all the guys in the American Indian movement, there were like two different factions mm-hmm. of like, american activism and you stayed out of the american indian movement because they got two the guns and unfortunately a lot of them did die a lot of them did go to prison because they chose the gun route yeah and red power is more like education community and like spiritual beliefs, like bringing back ceremony yeah, that's cool because it was illegal wow all the way up until like the 70s <sighs> oh my god like if you no, had like a ceremony you would oh, get arrested
0: are you oh no i can't with the, the native american shit makes me want to fucking like go on a murdering spree it's interesting no it's terrible but my
1: grandpa was in that and he was at alcatraz and he knew all the dudes and even he has told he me was like at alcatraz is like mm-hmm. when they I mean, took it all over he was there
0: what do you mean when they took it um, all over i don't know about this what are you talking about
1: so alcatraz so i get, so alcatraz um was abandoned and i guess there's like some weird sub law where like it's like kind of like um um squatter's rights oh and my god so they use their like
0: that's amazing. So,
1: because Alcatraz was abandoned for so long, the, the Native Americans went on boats and took it over in the wow. 60s. And we're like, this How did is, I not this know is about Indian this? land. Dude,
0: are you it's kidding? It's amazing. No, it, it this was, is the most, this they is,
1: is took like it the over. coolest
0: thing I've ever heard. Wow. So, they took
1: it over because they're like, legally, this is our land, and then we want to use this position to petition for um, our rights.
0: Yeah.
1: And they kind of had, there was no one like got shot by the police nothing bad happened because they had a good point and it was people yeah. and my grandpa was there and he like met with everyone and the guy that organized it ended up dying later on he was in Oregon and like he got into a dispute over some other land rights and these guys just killed him shot him
2: wow. but um
1: but it, it just sucked to see my grandpa like be a true activist in that time and then just kind of see him now looking at all this shit happening be like god damn like we did all that right. all my buddies died all my buddies in prison and it's still happening yeah and so what does he I think feel about like that's all this? a cycle what, of life
0: what does he think that does he think there's like a solution um that could work
1: i mean he's bigger picture too so for him it's like it's either all or nothing yeah. like you can do these little steps which are good but it's going to take a thousand years before those little steps end up something like, yeah. Like if we're all like, we need representation in, in politics. It's like, well, it's one at a time. You don't just get, you don't wipe all the Mitch McConnell's out overnight and you get a whole, you know, well, and it's like,
0: what about that system that enables corruption? It's like, what if we made a different system? You know, like, it's kind of like demanding that there be like a, a Disney princess of every race. It's like, so yeah. So we all get to feel what it's like
2: to be fucked with uh, or something
0: or like used or (laughs) preyed on, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like we need to take our children back because like even with Native Americans, like that was one of the first that like they stole the kids and like put them in these fucking schools and shit and like,
1: mm -hmm. and that's how my grandpa, my grandpa was stolen and put into boarding school. I hate it. And the reason that I'm even alive is because he ran away. And he went to Gallup, and he lived in the ditches of Gallup when he was just like a kid oh, because he didn't want to be in boarding school.
0: That is so And so amazing. he was homeless.
1: Wow. And then he finally got some shoes, and then he finally got like wow. like a little job, and then he made up money and did the quote-unquote American dream, became like a silversmith and a plumber, and moved to Albuquerque, and then had my grandpa. My grandpa has my mom. And then because he ran away from the boarding school, he kept a lot of his traditional beliefs. Yeah. So that's why my family's pretty like spiritual and in terms of like ceremony and tradition because he left the boarding school before they could break him into like this Catholic yeah. altar boy and a rigid man. That's but he amazing. was like really proud.
0: That's such a huge accomplishment because it was really mm-hmm. fucking hard. Like, I mean, even when I lived in Hawaii, Horrible. Like, I had friends i had the i had a friend named harvey and he was like 70 years old i met him on the beach like his cousins were giving him cornrows and i just started hanging out with them and his cousins yeah. were way younger than him it was like a bizarre scene but like and he had kids all over the country apparently or something i don't know harvey was a trip, but like he took me on an adventure one day into the like ypo valley and stuff and told me all this shit about like what hawaii used to be like and when he was a kid like you know, instead of having, like, a recess, they were they had to go to the field and, like, pick pineapples and shit. And if they spoke, like, native Hawaiian, they were beaten, you know. And he was, like, the Hawaiian that they speak today is, like, not even real Hawaiian. Like, it's fucking gone, you know. And it just, mm-hmm. like, made me so very fucking similar, sad. Like, I was, like, this over. is so recently. Like, this just happened. And then there's all these, like, more Hawaiian Mormons and shit where you're, like, dude, what the fuck are you thi- – Like, what is up with that, you know? Like, you know – Mm -hmm. you know your history and i'm
1: really thankful for my grandpa like him making yeah that's a miracle dude. that's amazing like it's amazing what i always trip out on is what people did in their lives that didn't realize at the time how much it was going to affect like five generations down the road right like him leaving that boarding school like made him keep his tradition made him like you know like you end up guys, in albuquerque yeah
0: he was able to, to like be like meet. a proper elder for you guys because like i feel exactly like we don't have any elder like we've all been abandoned by our families you know and it's like you don't have real elders like guiding you through life or having any kind of like real ceremonies or teaching you like anything because mm-hmm. we all just get dropped off at school you know and it's like i don't know that's amazing he didn't even know he was you know doing that
1: it was just in his head, like, man, fuck this shit. I'm getting out of here. But he wasn't, he didn't have like this whole philosophy behind it. Like, yeah. My great, great grandkid is gonna, you know, like, he yeah. was just like, fuck this.
0: Yeah.
1: And then just ran away.
0: That's dope.
1: And lived in a ditch. Like, that was his life until he, like, kind of came out of it. And then because of that, he instilled my grandpa with a lot of, like, you know, Native American, like, um, pride, which got my grandpa into Alcatraz, you know, which, Got my mom into what she's doing, and then that's where I'm at today. That's so cool, man. my interest in it. So, but, you know, I think, here's my grand theory. I'll tell you my grand theory on life. Yes. About the future.
0: Yeah.
1: I think Native Americans, I I would like to think that they didn't suffer in vain.
0: Yeah.
1: I would like to think it's a blip in their time yeah i think what's going to happen is the civilization is going to crumble on itself
2: yeah
1: eventually i'm not saying 10 years i'm just saying eventually it's going to crumble and in the aftermath the only people that are going to know their life know the land yeah know their traditions are the native americans the indigenous all over the world you know the aborigines the the people in i don't know siberia like the people that live that are indigenous in nepal and they're the ones that are going to rebuild And repopulate and survive. Because everyone else, everyone in the city is going to die. If not initially, you know, a month down the road when they run out of food or something. But the Native Americans are going to really, they're really going to just be able to pick back up. And I think because they know the history, they know what power does, they know what money does, they're going to be able to form a new society that kind of like has these rules in this system that is totally opposite from the old system. And I think it's going to be, like, a new renaissance for indigenous people, and I think it's kind of a possibility.
0: I, I think it is, too, and, like, you know, native land is, it's not exactly the easiest to survive on, you know, so if you can survive on that fucking crazy land that, you know, the natives were left with. Especially, like, in America, especially in the West, it's like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Well, I guess North, too, all over. Yeah, it's, like, the fucking harshest climate to live in.
1: Especially a lot of them are displaced. Like, East Coast Indians are pushed to the um, the desert, like Oklahoma, Texas, and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, Cherokees aren't actually from Oklahoma. Cherokees are from North Carolina.
0: Right. Tyler's Cherokee. But they survived. And from North Carolina.
1: I can kind of, I could see, I could definitely see it in Tyler.
0: He's Tyler. He's more white boy than that, but, you know. He's he is Cherokee. Yeah, I can his, see it in his cheekbones. Yeah, and his eyes. But, He's got those good eyes. <laughs>
1: hair too, actually. Yeah. Well, because what's weird about being Native American is it doesn't seem like like for mixed race Native Americans, the um, skin color is doesn't seem like a dominant gene trait.
0: Oh, interesting. I because, feel like the body hair though. No, not a lot of arm hair.
1: Yeah, I don't have a lot of hair. Tyler, he doesn't have I, a lot uh, of hair. my hair is really or. straight.
0: Yeah, that but, I think um, he definitely got from Cherokee.
1: Facial structure, but the skin tone doesn't really come through.
0: Yeah, I mean he can tan. I but talking that a lot He can the body. also be white as fuck.
1: Because <laughs> like my um my niece is a quarter African American, and she looks like <clears throat> I would say predominantly African American. She's only a quarter. And I'm, like, over a quarter. I'm between, like, a quarter and a third Native American. But I'm, like, pretty fair-skinned. And we're both, like, the same amount of, like, a different race. Yeah. But the color passed through for her more than me.
2: Mm.
1: So, in a weird way, mixed race people get, like, a lot of flack in, in terms of Native American mixed race. Because it's like, ah, oh, but you're white-looking.
0: Oh, right.
1: Like, I have a friend who's um, a quarter Lakota and like, a quarter Korean and, like, the rest, like, um, Lebanese and Hispanic. But he looks Korean all the way for some Damn, reason. Like, I'm about, not saying wait, all the way, but he looks Korean.
0: Wait, what? What? What is he? That's a lot of cool combo. That's a cool combo.
1: He's a lot of different things. So he's, what? like, a pretty equal mixture of Korean, Dakota, Hispanic, and Lebanese. Damn. But if you look at him, you would think oh, he predominantly looks Korean.
0: Really, wow!
1: But you would never think you would never think, oh, this guy's Lakota,
0: and Lebanese. I mean, what a wild combo! That is cool. That's real rare. Yeah, he's a. He's
1: a That's, there's
0: probably not a lot of people yeah, with and, that combo.
1: Not a lot of people, but you would never think, oh, this guy's for sure Lakota. You would never yeah. think
0: that. Yeah, the Korean was more dominant. Mm-hmm,
1: he looks predominantly Korean, but it's yeah. just weird. Like, yeah, it doesn't seem like Native Americans like a. A dominant trait in terms of, like, the skin color.
0: Oh, right, yeah. So he's pretty
1: fair skin as well. And, like, I have a buddy who's, like, he's African-American. Ha- literally, he's just split down the middle, African-American, Dakota. You wouldn't really even tell he's Dakota. Really? hmm Wow. But, um...
0: But, you know what? The, I feel no, like that makes sense. that's my grand Because if you see pictures, like, of the old, like, where it's, like, straight up, you know, full Native American... Mm -hmm. it's very different you know than when people start being like mixed it's like a very different vibe
1: it is a super different vibe like features and stuff like because my mom's native american and um hispanic and she has brown hair my Mm -hmm. dad is blue eyed blonde he's just straight up blue eyes blonde hair but my hair is brown like i didn't get any i got the skin color but i didn't get like the blonde hair
0: Hmm, yeah. Or the blue-eyed. I wonder if you had kids, so like if a they would match. be blue-eyed. Because sometimes it skips, It's like it would you know? skip, maybe. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people look like their grandparents.
1: Yeah. And thankfully, I got... Because I heard a lot of it's from your mom's dad. Like, if you're a boy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. Because I am more like my grandpa.
0: Yeah. That makes sense.
1: But I guess my theory is more just, like, hopeful. It's more just mm-hmm. like, I would like to think that the Americans didn't suffer in vain.
0: Yeah, I like your theory. In that
1: they're going to have a second wind.
0: Yeah. Well, who knows how many wins they because already had. Because the thing had. is, they did
1: restructure society. Hmm?
0: Who knows how many wins they've already had? Because, you know, it's like, who knows how far back it goes, really? Our That's hit, true. Like, I mean, they lie to us. Yeah, they lie to us about so they much shit. They straight. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't know about any of that stuff. I feel like that's very questionable. doesn't really make sense yeah, I to think me.
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty bullshit to say that all Native Americans are descendants of China.
0: Oh, my God, is and this what they, they say? Can't... I forget all the stupid, crazy shit they told us because I'm so far off in another direction where I'm just like, yeah, that doesn't even make—that's crazy talk to me.
1: To me, I think it's just a way to justify the manifest destiny. Like oh they all came from China off the Bering Strait they believe at one point which I guess is technically true there was an <laughs> ice bridge from like oh, Siberia yeah, to the ice bridge. um and they think they all came from there and made it all the way to like Chile
2: yeah right.
1: I'm like no no and that way they could justify it and say well you know they came here they they uh conquered a land so to speak so we just did the same right. I feel like that's what they're trying to get at when they say that.
0: Right. Justifying just going wherever you want and taking over.
1: Yeah. Because in my head, I'm like, Whoa. well. And
0: then it takes away the the super ancient history that they destroyed that we don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know, like the mounds, for instance, bringing it back to those mounds.
1: <laughs> even I heard a cool, an interesting theory about um, a lot of the sculptures in Egypt. A lot yes. of their noses are broken off. Yep. And you can say, oh, it's weathered, but then all their ears are on. So, like, the nose is just as fragile as the ears in terms of, like, what would be weathered.
0: Yeah. no, they're So, I'm like, well, then if the history. nose
1: fell off, wouldn't the ears fall off? Yeah. Because they had, like, the African-American-style noses on all the Egyptian um, sculptures. Yeah. I'm like, that makes total sense how oh, they would want to destroy that history.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what they do all over.
1: Mm-hmm. See, that's how I look at it is like like people kinda underestimate the evil that the system has and what the yeah. what ends will go to to control. Like people think it's like this simple back and forth game. I'm like, this is like deep, deep shit.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's really like, deep.
1: They're thinking let's break the fucking noses off sculptures, every single one we find, so that they don't know that Egypt is great land and this great source of technology and religion and all these things was based off, you know, Africans and not like yeah. some magic white race.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like the destruction like of it? the Moor. The history of the Moors. I'm like just now learning mm-hmm. about the Moors. Do you know about the Moors? Not really. Oh fuck, dude, that's a really good rabbit hole. I'll, I'll like that. Will that video I posted of those two people in the car? Did you watch that one? Did you look that up?
1: um maybe i'm gonna send it to you oh
0: the two ladies the dude and a lady
1: oh okay um yeah that'd be cool
0: it's it's cool i feel like you would dig it but this dude he like he's got all these lectures on youtube taj about like the moors and like moorish history and like uh it's really is that like european no it's like it's like real black history and about saying uh, about how it's like they, they're against calling themselves black because it's not a nation, you know, it makes them nationless. Yeah. Um, and it's beyond Africa because the Moors were all over the place. They were in Spain. They were, you know, but it's like all I guess it is is like all people with dark skin and the Moors were also in America. So it's like all people with dark skin. Come from the Moors in some way, you know,
1: Yeah, because in my head, I'm like, Egypt had like her real boat. Yeah. That could go up and down the Nile. Like,
0: well, they're, how they're, could they
1: not make it through America?
0: Right. Well, the, there's also all these people saying that, like all these canals and all these rivers and shit were also man-made, you know, and like, I mean, when I the first time I went to like the Grand Canyon, it was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like the first thing I saw and I wasn't on drugs, but I was just like this to me looks like an ancient civilization like the ruins of an ancient old, civilization and they found egyptian yeah
1: supposedly they found egyptian things there it's like yeah
0: i'm like uh there is like w- the real true history is like way more interesting and incredible than anything we could possibly imagine and everything oh, they're yeah. telling us is actually disprovable and like totally not what fucking happened it doesn't make sense like blatantly it doesn't make sense
1: so, well even like hearing like like and the Moors were peaceful like history from like Navajos and stuff, it's like really interesting yeah. to hear from the shaman whose dad told him whose dad told him, wow. whose dad told him. It's like, well that's the truth. Yeah. Every ceremony I've ever been in is involves chanting.
0: Yeah, oh well that's super healing too. That's like the super it that's is. that's like the real shit right there. Chanting and like humming harmony. Harmony and like, you know, the church bells, like there's all these theories too that these Moorish like Churches and like temples all over the place were actually like it wasn't about you know the Bible is like obviously being rewritten and like we don't know what. And even like the sweat lodge,
1: it's so. Every time I go to the sweat lodge, I learn something new,
0: uh which is a
1: lot because I've been going since I was like three years old. Oh my god! And every time it's like it relates to the human body, like the one time I went not so long ago it's like relating, and it's pretty simple, but the drum beat is actually just a heartbeat. Yeah. And when you think about it, it's an, it's in tune.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: say like, you know, like someone say it's like a, it's a medical condition when someone has an irregular heartbeat. Yeah. And when you have a in tune heartbeat, you're healthy. And I think that's where the drumming even came from. It's like a representation of health and a good heartbeat. Totally. Like boom, 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 boom. Because that's how your heart is. Yeah. And then they're saying like the, um, the sweat lodge is a pregnant belly. And wow. you're being you're going back into the mother wow. and you're getting rebirth and when you come out it's like you're cleansed because you were in the belly of, of the woman and that's why you're in dirt going back to pregnant pregnant yeah. park it's like the dirt is the ground and then so even when you go down on your knees to go under a toilet lodge if someone doesn't put their knees on the ground to crawl in they make them because it's getting you in touch with the earth and it's humbling
2: yeah. you're
1: getting you're getting your knees dirty. You're like really going in. And so it's a heartbeat, the drum in the sweat lodge is a heartbeat inside of the, the, the womb of mother earth. And essentially it's like all going back into the body. It's like, um, as above, so below, you know, it's like yeah, the same totally. thing. It's like, you're making a representation of a rebirth, which is the sweat lodge. And so it's like, even little things like that, like the drum is more than just the drum and when we listen to music we like like rave music what's a rave if yeah. not a sweat lodge a rave is repetitive drum beats yeah. that are in a sweaty yeah.
0: dark <laughs> place right
1: and you're all dancing and like and chanting the same things and like really connecting with people and it's dark and it's like a it's like a sludge is nothing but a or sweat lodge is nothing but a rave
2: yeah
1: like a rave oh. is just the game of telephone yeah getting lost and ending up at the rave
0: I love that.
1: That's I, what, like, my book's about, is well, about, like, how we're doing ceremonial things. We just don't really see it. It's, like, it's in us, and we're yeah acting them out, not realizing that how close it was to tradition.
0: Well, that's kind of, like, I feel like I treat raves like that. Like, I don't go often, you know, but when I do, it's, like, you know, you go hard. Like... <laughs> And it's like a, yeah. it's like a, it feels like a restart, you know?
1: It does. When you leave, you kind of feel more connected to like your people. you connected to yourself. And I mean, you think of ecstasy, it's very emotional and it's, 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 it's uh, healing. you replace it's so ecstasy. Healing.
0: Yeah.
1: Replace ecstasy with peyote. You replace, right. you replace warehouse rave with sweat lodge. It's very similar. Yeah. But no one would really make that connection until you really look at it and you go, Holy shit, we're just doing with what we can in this modern society. And it's like this natural progression to do things how we used to, just in this new way.
0: Yeah, it's a spirit, it's a spiritual connection. And like it's a form of healing, like a real legit form of healing. Like it kind of blows Mm -hmm. my mind that people don't see it as being like spiritual, you know? And I think because since so many people like abuse it, they missed totally. the point you and know? it kind of
1: was like in the 90s and 80s it, it did have like all the rape flyers were very spiritual yeah and now it's just edc
0: right yeah but people crave that so much and it's like i'm not going to do a am not going to do like a, tr- a culture or something that's not that i'm not like a part of like i make my mm-hmm. ceremonies in the culture that i'm in you know or i you use a rave like it's a ceremony like, you know what i mean like
2: uh-huh. i
0: do drugs in a ceremonial way but not in a traditional way because i don't live it yeah. doesn't apply it doesn't like i'm not con- actually connected to that it doesn't really have any it doesn't make sense to me you know
1: and even like sweat lodge like it's like like i was saying like we use star wars blankets we use right you know we drove there in cars like you know like everyone's smoking pre-rolled cigarettes like you know like with filters on them like outside yeah. of it it's like but it's as close as you can get in this day and age we just happen to live like mad max that whole thing's like already happening just in a different way
0: yeah totally like
1: using like random gear and random things to like Yes. Kind of be more in tune with how things were.
0: Exactly, yeah. But it's like, I'm not going to do like an... Like, I don't feel like I would ever do an ayahuasca ceremony. You know what I mean? Like, I've thought about it. I've been invited. But I've always been like, no, like, that's... I, I'm going to make my own ceremony, you know? Because, like, that just feels like mm-hmm. it's somebody else's, you know? and it Totally. Doesn't, like, and who knows how me, burnt you know? out they are? Yeah, like, I'm like, just kind of like... they them
1: every weekend.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to actually smoke DMT and listen to Beethoven and just go to t- see what happens, you know, like,
1: mm-hmm. that, like. Like I would only do a peyote ceremony if I either happened to be there at that time or if someone brought it up to me, like, hey, I think this sh- should happen between me and you. Let's do this. But I wouldn't like, oh, I want to take a peyote trip. Let's, let's do it.
0: Right. Yeah. That's the thing, too, is like I when I need to do something, you know, it'll Present itself. Like you don't have to look too far, you know, and you'll know like, and even sometimes like if I, if I'm really upset and I'm like, okay, in the past, like DMT has helped me, I'm going to smoke some now. And I smoke a little bit. I like the last time actually, I was really upset and I was like, I'm going to smoke some DMT and just like, see if I get some clarity or can release these, this energy or something. And I smoked a little bit and it was like, immediately the DMT was like, I'm not what you need right now. And I, like, respected mm-hmm. it and listened, and I was like, okay, this isn't it. Like, I have to process this on my own, you know? But, like, yeah, there's so many people, I think, that force it and think it's all about just taking the biggest hit and knocking yourself out or, like, copying the way other people do it. And there's
1: repercussions. There is the—it'll the,
0: fuck you up. Like, if you don't show respect to these substances, then, like, or these whatever it is, you know, these, like, portals mm-hmm. or some shit, like— the doctor, I mean, for me, it's just like, that's really going to the doctor, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, because everyone that's chicken peyote all says, like, the peyote spirit is real. It's it's yeah. not God. It's its own entity. Yeah. It's its own thing.
2: Yeah, yeah And exactly.
1: it will kill you. It'll destroy yeah. your life if you play with him. And if you're honest, he might have mercy. But you're, if right. you play with him, it's not going to end up well because this is its own entity playing on its own land with its own rules, it doesn't. It's not merciful as God is supposed to be. Like yeah. this is a real, a real thing. So don't. Like my grandpa told me, like you do not fuck with that unless it's presented to you. Just don't.
0: That's amazing. That I think that's really. And correct. I have That's it. really correct. Yeah.
1: And yeah, yeah. and and that's just not peyote. That I would say acid. I would say that's a lot of things. Like yeah, as I a would kid, I too. abused psychedelics and I had bad re- repercussions yeah
0: and then you take a couple years off because you're like you get your fucking ass kicked like and it's no joke you know like getting your ass kicked on acid is like so fucked up like and you can't oh my just, god i thought i was a, gonna be
1: schizophrenic at 16.
0: i thought i was gonna throw myself up inside out i couldn't stop throwing up it was like so normal. i was
1: like losing my mind <clears throat> yeah yeah i almost had to like drop out of high school because i was like oh so god you did it that young. Anxiety. Wow yeah i was like doing oh i would there's like,
0: no way i would have gone to high school if i had done any psychedelics
1: i think yeah ninth grade i was doing like <gasps> five grams of shrooms with friends like
0: oh my god no, crazy I, I, I had friends that were doing psychedelics in high school but i just never did for some reason because
1: I, I just like i don't know I, I did it brainlessly my friends we would smoke right. weed, and they just had shrooms one day and i was like sure I didn't even question it. I just, that just like would have been it for me.
0: I would have never fucking gone back. I would have been like, oh no, this is definitely a fucking scam. <laughs> like, fuck this shit, you know? I
1: definitely wouldn't have, but um, <clears throat> I did acid and had a horrible trip. Like, horrible, like, disaster. And then, yeah. like, after that, I had horrible anxiety and just kind of like, oh, I was man. like, in between worlds, it felt like. I was no, like, half crazy, is, half is real. really bad, yeah. I had anxiety from a bad acid, acid trip. Like, before I even knew what anxiety was. So I thought I was like going schizophrenic, which made it worse. Oh God,
0: that's awful. Finally,
1: I went to a, it was horrible. Finally, I went to a therapist and like, that was all, it kind of like solved it.
2: Yeah.
1: But because I had to like constantly like like, like work on myself, like I came out of like that whole, I guess, episode, like a lot stronger and a lot more assured of myself because I had to constantly assure myself of who I was. Like if I was in reality, so I wasn't like so in a way like it was actually like a good thing because my friend who had a bad trip with me same thing like a year later we went up to each other like are you like having horrible feelings oh and like holy, we, didn't, we didn't know what anxiety was
2: oh my he was, like, god Dude,
1: I didn't want to tell you because I thought I was crazy but you're having it too holy shit that's
0: bad we had identical, yeah
1: we had identical things happen to us and finally like we both We both kind of ended up getting into alcohol to kind of, like, cover up anxiety.
2: Yeah. And we
1: both kind of got sober around the same time. But we've had, like, an identical journey. And both of us are, like, I'm glad that happened because I'm so sure of myself. And so I'm sure of myself in a very, I guess, a way where I can question myself, too. Yeah. Because of how, like, insanely horrible life felt. Yeah. From like not even knowing the I was in reality.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, totally. That would do it.
1: But it, it it made it made it better that a friend was having the same identical thing from the same
0: wow that's you wild. know point. Yeah,
1: but it was interesting.
0: I think it really has to do with the batch because like the first first like maybe fifteen times I did acid, it was the same batch that my dad bought. He bought like a vial of a 100- hundred out doses of like this really good he tested it out first and it was like really good liquid acid um because i grew up hearing acid stories and stuff and like my grandpa would send my dad acid like one time he got like superman blotter papers and he was like showing me and my brother and i was like i remember thinking like god i hope there's going to be good acid by the time it's like with psychedelics i guess i was kind of raised the way you were with by or where your grandpa told you know you had like an elder kind of like at least giving you some pointers or like telling you some oh, yeah. advice, you know, where it was like, I grew up hearing these stories. I was told like, you know what I mean? Like I had a respect for it because I wasn't lied to about it. And, mm-hmm. or, you know, I guess a lot of people's parents just didn't do acid or they did, <laughs> like, so what are they going to teach them? You know, but like, the so my dad found this good stuff. And then when I was 21 was the first time I did it with him and his friends. Like, in one of the like canyons somewhere in LA and like, you know, it was like, it was like perfect. And I was like, Oh, the, it was really clean mellow acid, you know? So I just thought that all, mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was just like, you know, my dad was like, this is a really good batch, you know? And I was like, wow, it, I felt like it like I like normal almost in a weird way. Like, you know, you have like really clean mellow acid. Yeah, like you're an like an
1: expectation. You're you, like, you think Oh, that's how acid is. Awesome.
0: Cause like in, in middle school and stuff, I thought it was like, you know, weed was the less least crazy then mushrooms then acid was the most crazy but like for me it was the opposite like i was like acid is the most mellow out of all these things like mushrooms yeah i've had the worst trips on weed of my whole life where i felt like i was falling into hell at the beach for yeah. like four hours straight you know like where you're just like living just a true paranoia nightmare. yeah just like absolutely horrible <laughs> when you wake up with like a terrible sunburn but like no, the acid. I was like, "This is sick. Like, this just feels like you're back to your, you're connected to your dreamland or some kind of like real reality, you know? Like, not what." Sometimes,
1: yeah. Sometimes it just makes reality not. more real. Just like. Yeah,
0: that's what this. This acid is how it was. really feels. And like, like, this so is what's t-
1: really going on?
0: Yeah. So I took a bunch of that, and then I had this, you know, other batch that somebody gave me. Like a, it wasn't even like a real blotter paper. It was like a square of, just like drawing paper or something. And I don't know what the yeah, fuck it was like five hits or I don't know what the fuck was on it. Cause like the thing is, nobody tells you and, or nobody told me was that like every time you do a new batch, you're experimenting and you don't know what's going to happen. And like, I was know. yeah, like who knows, you know, like until you do that batch, you don't know how it's going to react with you. And like, it was just fucking like completely different. Like I actually, I remember I like took it and I was, about, I was going to go see no age at the smell. Cause I used to drive on acid and go everywhere and do everything. Cause it was like totally normal, mm-hmm. you know? And I like yeah. started like wiggling and I was like in my bed reading. Um, it was, I was actually reading like acid dreams. That book <laughs> It was like, it's just, mm. I was uh, researching it recently and it's like actually a total CIA bullshit book. But, um, I yeah. started wiggling and I was like, what the fuck is like going on with me? And then I like just threw up like all over the book. And I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, and then same. I, just, I didn't
1: even know what anxiety was.
0: Yeah, and then I was like, oh, there's no way I'm driving to the smell, like, right now to see, like, no age. And I just, like, went deep. It was, like, it hit me so hard. And I just, like, could not stop throwing up. And I thought I was going to, like, you know, throwing up on acid is normally, like, I don't really throw up that often. But, like, throwing up is pretty intense. But, like, on acid, it's, like, the fucking it's worst. Violent. It's the worst thing ever. Like, it sucks so bad, you know? Yeah, like,
1: when I was on when I was having my bad trip on acid, my friend had a green, like fluffy, like rug, and I heard like gunshots coming out of it. And I was oh, like, "What no. the fuck is that?" No. I put my ear closer to it, and it was straight up the Vietnam War. It was like, <laughs> it was like, over here, <laughs> down, down, no. down, 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 down. <laughs> ah, my leg, fuck! And it was like the full, and then because oh, the, it was like God. wiggling too, so it was like a, oh, it was like no. a live and the Vietnam War was happening no. in this rug, and I was like. oh. No, get away okay. from the rug get yeah, away from the rug I was rug.
0: like oh my god dude I had to turn and I was off, like cleaning
1: shit
0: I had to unplug everything in the house I was like alone in the house and like because everybody was gone like out of town and I was so I was just like alone and I unplugged everything that had like a little red light on it you know like all electronics have this like little I red still do light that. <laughs> dude I thought that shit was a portal it. like and I thought I was being spied on and I unplugged like everything and then it just like for the next couple hours I just got like it felt like I was getting shook upside down by the universe, and they were like taking all my change or something in my pockets, like like a bully in the schoolyard. Yeah, but on a, it was really bad. But it was only that one time. It was like bad acid. It wasn't like like I I feel for people who like if that was my first acid experience, like I would never do it again, and I would be like fuck this shit, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. But like, and I had a swim trip after, and I think I had already. I think I put myself in such a bad state that the Mm -hmm. shrooms was just bad too. And I don't even think it was necessarily the shrooms. I think I just, my confidence was shaken because I I had such good times before that I didn't think I could have a bad trip. So when I did, it ruined it. And only like a few years ago, I didn't do acid for years and years and years. And then I finally like took some acid by myself to like conquer my demons. I was like, I just was fed up with feeling scared. Like, if there was weed smoke around me i would like leave the room because getting high like triggered my anxiety i
0: would get i'm um, gonna have a
1: bad trip if i'm
0: flashbacks too after that one exactly
1: like all these bad things So i was like i'm sick of living in fear i was like i'm gonna take acid and if i go crazy fuck it i'll be in a mental institution but i want to beat this because
2: (laughs) right (laughs) i just
1: don't want to live in fear anymore and i had a good trip i just listened to music and it was awesome and I don't really, like, I could smoke weed right now and be fine, or I could do acid and be fine because I conquered it, but I don't want to, I don't want to test it again because I conquered yeah. what I had to conquer, now I'm okay. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah. like, I know I can handle it, I don't have to live in fear anymore. Well,
2: it's like I gambling. I know I'm okay
1: with, yeah, it was gambling. I, I just was fed up because I felt like, like, uh, I kind of felt like I was damaged, like, I felt like I had a evil soul or something like my soul was evil like i was like that's why i had a bad trip because i'm evil and every time i do (laughs) shrooms like my evilness comes out and i was like that's the the state i was on i felt like i was broken
2: oh no! because
1: everyone else is taking shrooms and having a great time
2: yeah and
1: i'm thinking i'm broken so i'm like
0: god
1: i'm gonna i thought it was my subconscious that was like something dark and so i was like i'm gonna face my subconscious tonight and whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen i don't give a shit like, I was almost, like, on some good and evil, like, moral combat type yeah. shit in my brain. Like, Yeah. I'm going to face it. And then I faced it, and then I kind of just realized on my trip, like, the subconscious is not as evil, but it's what humans consider evil. It's just your animal nature. It's just classic Freud type shit, but it just had to, like, kind of face myself that I am evil, but I'm also good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean... And
1: so I was kind of just running away from that evil that we all inherently have, I just had to accept it. Which is hard for a lot of people to realize that. You can kill.
0: Yeah.
1: You could kill someone with your bare hands if you had to.
0: Well, and you can, like, crush somebody just by saying something, you know? Words.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So that was, like, a big trip for me. But now I feel, like, pretty stable. Like, I don't have anxiety. And even if I feel it coming, it's, like... Because it was so bad, I'm like, this is nothing. I've had, like, I've had anxiety for, like, days straight where it's like, all right, I'm, I think I, another day goes by, I might have to go to the mental institution, And I feel for people that have because it's not fun. No,
0: anxiety is horrible. DMT it's, ha- it's weird, has helped it? me so much with all of that kind of shit. Like, it just takes it away. Like, it's just fucking gone. I don't know where it takes it. Well, the last time... I had I smoked where I really went in like it was when I was caring for my grandma at my dad's house and it was like really fucking intense like it was really gnarly it was like a really heavy time and there was all this other shit going on too and I was like holding all mm-hmm. this emotional pain like I just could I couldn't even function like I was just in so much pain it was like in I don't know I think it was like October or something and Man, I, I would like went to my studio and put, smoked some DMT and I put on like that Beethoven song. I always listen to this Beethoven song if I'm inside and then if I'm outside, I just don't listen to anything. Um, like if I'm an, mm-hmm. in nature, but like this Beethoven song, mother, man, these motherfuckers. So I was taken to this like room where there was these like doctors, these like old world doctors from like Iran or something in these like robes in these like doctor's lab coats, but I could tell they were like real doctors, you know, and they were draining the emotional pain from my side and they were putting it into these huge vats. It was like this room and it was like, they were filling up these like massive vats that were like two stories tall, full of like my emotional pain. And I like, I was like, Oh my God, you guys, I was like, so like I got up to try to help them and they just like, all I could see the, all the visualization became was just their hands like blocking What they were doing, you know, because and they were almost saying like, "No, sweetie, like sit down, like we got this," you know, and they just like Mm -hmm. took it all out of me, and and then I sat down and just saw the like spinning mandala shit, you know, where you're like, "This looks like a stained glass window," and I'm in a temple, like, "What the fuck is this?" What they were doing, and like, uh, and then I just felt like a million times, like I could function and handle like everything I was dealing with at the time, and it was like. It was like a fucking miracle. Like it was so much more helpful than like any doctor I've ever been to for anything ever.
1: That's interesting. You know, like, I, think, I think that like, if you put your mind state, like a ceremonial mind state this, yeah. and like, that's what your intention is. I feel like things will just happen. And yeah, it's almost like, it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to do this thing or that thing? Yeah. And like this I remember is the thing I was like a kid. Me. I was like, I remember I was like 18 years old and I was like, kind of just that was when i was kind of dealing with all the anxiety and like feeling like crazy and blah 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 and my grandpa was like go to this tree me and my grandpa have this tree like it's like on the top of this mesa and it's desert forever and there's just one tree
2: hmm.
1: and it's pretty it stands out because it's the only tree in the middle of the desert and so we're like that's like our little tree yeah. um and he's like go to the tree and bury your feet in the sand and just give all your grievances to the earth You know, like kind of sit there and do what you have to do. And I was like, all right. So I went and did it. And then while I'm walking there, there was a snake right in my path. Like all the places in the world and there's just a snake right in front of where I want to walk. And because I was so like afraid and pent up and weird and like fearful, I was like, I was almost like because I'm on this ceremonial trip right now, this means something. And I, I looked at the snake as evil. I was like, I don't even know if this snake is real. This is like evil. So I threw a rock at it to get it away. (laughs) And for whatever reason, I was just angry. Yeah. So I just threw a a rock at the snake. Of course, I missed every time because I was just so emotional because I thought it was like a part of the trip, even though I was sober. And the snake just ribbled off, like looked at me like fucking idiot. And then when I went to go sit under the tree, I kind of realized I let the presence of a snake turned me into the evil that I thought that snake represented right and that was the lesson I learned I was like man I actually feel really bad for throwing rocks at that snake because like it was just do minding its business and I'm here riled up like emotional like fearful like angry at the presence of something like
2: yeah that's
1: lame I shouldn't I shouldn't be that worked up over something that has nothing to do with me. And so the next time I went on that trip, no snakes, no nothing. I went and put my feet in the sand and kind of just like went underneath the tree and just prayed or did whatever I had to do. And then on the way back, um, the sun was going down and I could see the park rangers like closing up, like where you park. And I was like, shit, I got to go. So I ran and I'm running and I walk right over a rattlesnake, like a <gasps> giant one.
0: Oh my God. But
1: I just kept going. And in my head, I was like, I think, I learned my lesson. Wow. Like, I just walked over the snake, like, no issue, like, no fear, just, oh, there it was. Like, wow. it wasn't like, oh, shit, I need to kill it because it's scary. Yeah. It was like, whatever. And it was on the same, it was on the same, I was going to the same trail to yeah, see that tree. Wild. And to me, both times to see two snakes in different positions in my life, I was like, I think I learned my lesson.
0: Yeah, that's a fucking good one, man. I feel and like it's people cool. like, need I to learn that lesson now. <laughs> like, that's a real yeah, good Yeah, like, lesson. I try
1: my hardest not to be emotional. I'm like, don't let a, something someone else's presence, like, destroy me.
0: Yeah, and don't become the thing that you are afraid of.
1: Exactly. Especially, especially like, I see a lot of whatever. people saying, fuck cops, but they're acting like cops. Like, fuck cops, but don't yeah. do this and don't do that and do this and do that. Like, that's what a cop does.
0: Right. Yeah and and saying, like, you like,
1: hate the cop like kill the cop in your head yeah and so that was a lesson But so, in a way like if you put yourself in a position of like you can be like have those trips on acid without even taking acid if you just like are looking
2: Right. even
1: if I fabricated that whole story like say I just happened to see a snake and then happened to see a snake on the way back the other time it's like that could have just been a coincidence but attributing those lessons to it i think it's kind of where all these like stories and folklore comes from like yeah folklore that we tell each other it came from someone who just made it up on the spot
0: right totally and
1: attributed a lesson to a story
0: oh i love that oh it's also kind of like you know if we because like when i used to do drugs a lot you know i would like do weird shit that i wouldn't normally do because i had so much energy so i would like drive to malibu at 2 a.m and like go running on the beach or whatever but it's like what if i just did that one night sober <laughs> like what experience yeah, you could. what would i experience you know if i just did what i would do on acid but like without the acid
1: exactly because it's there like that, yeah, lesson all that and stuff that stuff still exists is there. yeah and you can still gain any everything from it. Like I think some people think you need drugs, which yeah. does help. But like a sweat lodge, you're not on drugs. But I've had some psychedelic experiences in there where I can't explain.
0: Yeah, there's and other ways to get to those states. I mean the first time I was ever on drugs too, it showed me I was like, Oh, this is a possibility. Like I can feel this way, this is inside of me, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially because the thing you take to make this change in you is so small, <laughs> really. Like, it's.
1: Even, like, little things like addicts, like addict behavior. Like, my friend who's an alcoholic now he rides 40 miles on his bike a day.
0: On a bicycle?
1: You know, like, That's on a dope. bicycle, like wow. crazy. He's really into it. Yeah. But in a way, like, he's still chasing that, like, high, but it's like, but it's it's healthy. Like, right. there's a he's way to, like, not like yeah. your brain through acid to find the lesson you want
0: yeah totally damn that is like a real full cool, to... cool circle it does help well i think it helps too when people are raised in captivity it helps bring you back you know and remind you of like mm-hmm. what you once were what you're capable of true and like the magic in nature because you see it you're like oh this shit is magical for sure and like the trees are talking and they have all they're always talking you know but it makes it real clear you're like yeah this is the wisdom you know
1: and it's funny too being raised by like hippies or you know people like even the americans who are like already hip to all the stuff that the hippies woke up to like whoa man (laughs) nature's cool it's funny like That's just, like, secondhand knowledge to, like, someone raised by hippies. So it's almost like when people, it's almost like when I do do acid now, it's, like, it's hard to have breakthroughs because I've already, those breakthroughs that most people have already were just taught as a kid. Like, those are my foundations.
0: Right, yeah.
1: So even in acid, I did feel like I was abusing it because everyone else came out from it, like, dude, like, you know, Mother Nature and all that. I'm like, that's so weird because I already know that stuff. When I do acid, it was more just playing with reality. Like, whoa, like, what can I do?
0: Yeah, totally. Well, you know what I would do? There was a six-month period where I would do acid, like, every other weekend or weekday, Mm -hmm. whatever. Like, I would wait every two weeks or something and take this, that one good batch we had. And, like, I only listened to this, like, compilation I made of, like, my favorite Guns N' Roses songs. (laughs) Like, oh, that's cool. I was just on acid driving, like up in the mountains, going on hikes, but like in the car, it was always like I only listened to Guns N' Roses. Like, that was it. And it was like driving with my knee on acid, listening to, like, you know, all like, but it was weird because I was coming out of like, I was in this like punk scene where it was like Guns N' Roses was like fucked up. Like, it wasn't cool. And I was kind of raised thinking like Guns N' Roses was fucked up. Like, yeah. they were assholes, you know? But then it was kind of like this, I don't know, there was something in that, like, spirit of, like, being a rebel where you're just, like, fuck PC shit. Like, this is, this is fucked up. Like, the whole point is that it's fucked up, you know? It's not like some poster shit, like, they're shredding for real, you know? (laughs) Like, they're not trying, it's like Danzig, like, Like, he's an asshole, he's not. You know, people are always shocked, like, oh, he's such a jerk. And it's like, yeah, fuck yeah. I would be pissed if he was. I'd be bummed if he, he wasn't a jerk. Like, what do you think? You think and you're you know? like, like
1: vicariously living through him. Like yeah. the jerk part of you is vicariously living through him. Like, I just wish I could be a jerk, you yeah, know, like, but I can't.
0: It's a way to tap into that evil inside of us in like a healthy way where we don't actually go out and do evil shit. But you get to like f- yeah, that part of you gets to at least like live a little bit or something, you know
1: you don't have to be live like Axel I'm sure he lives in a lot of grief like god damn I'm an asshole Maybe. but like I'm sure he has good days and bad days but like not everyone wants to be that all the time but yeah. it's nice to live through them a little bit like like kind of like walk around like listening to Guns Roses and kind of like feel like that strut you know like damn I feel like I feel like strutting a little bit
0: yeah that was me
1: like I'm like addicted to music (laughs) like I feel like everyone is but like for me it's like I almost every waking moment of the day there has to be music involved or else I kind of just feel like imploding
0: oh really wow
1: it's weird it's like I have to be
0: I used to be that way more I'm like an
1: animal I have to be stimulated
0: no I definitely need it like every day you know like I'm not one of those people that like doesn't listen to music
1: And it's not even like I'm afraid of my own thoughts because I'm thinking, you know, like I'm, I'm not repressing any thoughts. It's just like,
0: yeah, it helps you think.
1: Yeah. It's like music is my fidget spinner. It's like, I can't even wake up. Like when I wake up, I shuffle through Spotify until a song motivates me.
2: Wow. Like this
1: morning it was 96 Tears by the Mysterians.
0: Yeah.
1: That was a song that got me out of bed. And it's not even depression. It's just like. Oh, that's inspiring. I feel like
0: I need to do that again. Yeah, I know, that energy is good.
1: In ninety six tears happen to be like, Ooh, that's the one. And I put it on yeah. and I was like, Okay, now I can get the juice to like get the juice flowing. It's like my coffee and then throughout the day there has to be music. Like even at the end of the night there has to be documentaries or movies. It's like I'm constantly right. having to just shove my brain with shit
0: yeah same i want well, that's good as long as, i'm just trying to get off of these fucking apps and shit you know it's really gnarly mm-hmm. i mean i've like muted and unfollowed like a ton of people since all this like covid shit has started i'm just like i cannot fucking deal with your basic bullshit anymore like i don't want to fucking hear it you know and yeah i it's more most like i'm just like okay cool so now it's just like the feed or whatever which is such a fucked up thing that it's called that but like it's just mostly <laughs> like, you know, it's a few people I think are cool or whatever, post cool shit, and then like in- information accounts, you know, like scientists and like anti vaxxers and like uh cars, like Japanese car culture and then
1: just like new stuff. Stuff I haven't seen, like
0: Yeah. But I'm like, like trying to I don't like
1: seeing the same thing screenshotted.
0: No, it's terrible. I know. That's the thing is, like, if you're reposting shit that, like, fucking 50 other people repost, like, the echo chamber, I can't, like, deal with that. But also, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, That's why why
1: I've just been posting my own posts.
0: Like, I've been writing out
1: what I feel on Instagram because I'm like, how come no one else does this? I know. Everyone's relying on one person to make some really crafted, well, graphic design with, like, neon colors that says something catchy to repost. I'm like, how come you don't just say what you want?
0: i know it's really that I guess has it's
1: been it's dangerous
0: tripping me out no it is dangerous because then it's on it's that's the thing though it's like people are so afraid and it's like if you look i had, at, a,
1: I had a close friend get mad at me for the really uh, what i said about spirituality oh my god she was like
0: that was, he sick. was really i screenshotted and, all of that shit by the way i all your posts i'm like this is so refreshing and great like i'm saving this thanks. Like, this is
1: inspiring and that's I, what I still I love the guy see. he's a good guy
0: but what the fuck? What he was, was wrong mad. with that post? I don't get it.
1: He was saying because uh, for some people, New Age is the only um, spirituality they have access access to. Oh, Like, fuck not off. everyone can go to a sweat lodge. No. Well. Not everyone. And that's why I was just like, well, well you
0: make your own, if you man. want
1: something, you'll go find it. Yeah,
0: make your own. Go to nature. Do your own thing.
1: Like, I was trying to give him, like, <laughs> a, an example. Like, if you say you only had access to a library, like, you had no money. No internet. You could only go to the library and all they got was Lenny Kravitz. You got used to Lenny Kravitz and you go, this is is the best shit ever. And then someone's like, yeah, but you know, if you just walk to that other library, there's Jimi Hendrix. They're like, ah, fuck Jimi Hendrix. Like, Jimi Hendrix ain't got shit on Lenny Kravitz. You're like, there is no Lenny Kravitz without Jimi Hendrix. (laughs) You're listening to watered down Jimi Hendrix and they're like, they just won't believe you. Yeah. I can't believe you. Lenny Kravitz is all I know. Fuck you for telling me there's something deeper. And that's kind of what it felt like.
2: Yeah. But I
1: know if they just <laughs> listen to Jimi Hendrix they'd be like, This is what you're talking about. I understand. Yeah. yeah Fuck totally. you're right. Lenny Kravitz is cool too, I guess, you know, but Jimi Hendrix is the real shit. That's where it's really at. And yeah. that's where Lenny Kravitz came from. That was like the, the kind of the argument I was saying, it's like like don't base the blues around Lenny Kravitz. Base around Jimmy. You know, yeah. like that's the real shit.
0: Yeah, man, I got it. I feel like that was super. I mean, that's that the frustrating thing though is like you do put yourself out there and you write something that's you thought of or that's coming from you, and pe- you, it's like hard. Like I forget that people are like they're still gonna misunderstand like everything I fucking say, you know? Like,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then that's when and I, I can get
1: see what people don't want that
0: bummed, but
1: like I can see someone being like, "Fuck, I don't want, I don't want to be canceled." or whatever you know like
0: well it's fear though still and it's like i just try to really operate from a place of love and not being afraid and i i'm i get angry at people and i'm a little bit scoldy but it's coming from a place of love like you don't get angry if you don't have love because you wouldn't give a shit yeah. in the first place you know it's like i care
1: because obviously i'm people. reacting out of anger
0: right but it's like i,
1: I, I saw this.
0: if you look at all the people posting... who are afraid they're they're not coming from a stable place of love. They're fucking afraid, you know, and they're reacting mm-hmm. like a scared person. It's does. almost
1: like, get it out of my sight. Get out of my sight. I don't want to, I don't want to know it exists.
0: Yeah. And then also like, okay, I'm cool. I'm in the club. Like, or I'm one of you guys, you know, don't, don't hate me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me. Also. That's another thing. Like, cause I've already mm-hmm. been, cause ostracized. I'm not even out there
1: trying to get canceled. I'm not out there saying offensive things that I think are going to hurt people's feelings. It's like I don't. It's just, I have one. I don't have anything to be canceled from. I don't don't have like a gallery representation or anything like that. But in my head, I'm like, I just want to say what I want because I see people posting somewhat ignorant stuff. Like, like I I saw it passed around a bunch saying spirituality is gaslighting, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you guys don't even know what spirituality is.
0: Damn city folk.
1: (laughs) That's like saying Dave Matthews' band is is gaslighting. It's like, (laughs) what? Or dude. Dave Matthews Band is not the blues. It's not the blues. You're like, yeah, I, I know it's not the blues, but if you don't even know what the blues are to begin with. Yeah. It's like I don't know.
0: No, it's the. Crazy... So I just felt like
1: I had to defend.
0: Yeah.
1: I had, I had to defend my my place. It's like, hey, get your get your facts right, and then say what you're going to say.
0: Right. Well, that ain't gonna fucking happen, dude. These people hate facts. They do. They hate facts and they love masks. It,
1: Mm-hmm. but oh well you know spirituality is good but it's not the one that they're talking about
0: yeah that one it's not even I don't know if you could even call it spirituality I feel like it's kind of like this exact same thing we're talking about where it's like people who they just want something to belong to like they just want mm-hmm. which is I guess like you know uh there's a part of me that wants to be a in a community or whatever, but I see like nature as the community or like my friends in all these different States as the community. And it's not like so much.
1: Exactly. And I mean, that's kind of what my new book is about is about like how you can make your own magic. Like at one point magic was like fabricated somehow. Yeah. Some say the crater came down and showed them how to do it. But in a lot of ways, like they kind of crafted their own rituals and they crafted their own, um, um, you know, their own, like, like I guess ceremonial instruments, their own sacred objects, you know, like the one person a like a ceremony traditional pipe is sacred, you know, like certain wood is used, certain rock is made for the bowl.
2: Yeah. Other
1: people a bong is very ceremonial.
0: Right. That they got
1: like getting from around the your head. head shop. Yeah. I mean it's different and maybe perhaps it's watered down for sure, but it still exists in a form. Yeah. And people can get stuff out of it. It's like, so like my book's essentially about making a modern, making your own modern, yeah, like rituals. And of course, they're gonna be watered down, but you could still do them.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like that's really about like taking your life back or your power back, you know? It is. Instead of, and feeling, it's also
1: yeah. about the present time. It's like, it's about kind of like the now. It's like, well, we could do it right now, we don't have to wait. For someone to go, this is the new religion. You can just make your own religion today, right now. Yeah.
0: For your new spirituality, whatever sick. it is. Yeah, I would love that.
1: I mean even it's so weird they have like a Star Wars religion where people go to church.
0: Seriously? Well, Star mm-hmm. Wars it's like the Jedi. Apparently a lot of ancient writings are like that well, what it was at the Emerald Tablets. What's his name? The guy that, oh, yeah. that made Star Wars. What's his name? George Lucas. He apparently was one of the first people to get to see the translations of the Emerald Tablets, and it's like fucking basically Star Wars. Who knows? I haven't read them yet fully because I've I've just been ordering books and I haven't been reading them because I've just been like, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a time soon where books are going to really come in handy.
1: I kind of do that too. I order books that I think are interesting, and then I'll just hoard them. Like, oh, I'm going to read them
0: I'm not, like, in a place right now where I can, like, sit. It's, like, very challenging. I'm trying to read this, like, DNA potentiating book with the tuning forks, you know? Uh, and it's, mm-hmm. like, just sitting down and trying to do that is, like, really challenging. So, like, I have all these other, like, various history books and stuff that I'm, like, oh, fuck. There, I have them. And it,
1: like, takes me a while to read a book. Like, my attention span's pretty low.
0: Yeah. It's weird. I used to be able to read, like, I used to read all the fucking time and then... Well, then the phones. Then the phones. It was the fucking phone. That's what it was.
1: Well, I, I'll, you know what's funny? Me. I'll buy a book and then also I'll buy the ebook sometimes. Because <laughs> I like to own the book. But I'll buy the ebook because I find it easier to read on my phone.
0: That's like getting the CD and the record or the da- the download with the record or whatever.
1: Yeah, um, exactly. That's exactly how it is. Because I'm like, I want to have the book because I like it in my room. I like It's yeah. like a physical object. But I, it's like just a scroll is like so much easier for some reason
0: it is it's so much more api- i don't know it's fucked up i like kind of want to get a kindle but then i'm like i don't know i really like b- having books you know
2: uh-huh but um
0: all right we're approaching like well we're past two hours right now okay so we should probably end it soon like now maybe and then but i feel like this was sick and i'm really excited about your new book when Thanks. do you think it's going to come I've been come working out? on it hard. Yeah, when do you think it's going to come um, out?
1: Probably, like, a year.
0: Okay, cool. Is this, like, going to be, like, a hardcover Like, I really want
1: to do it proper. Yeah, I want to do, like, hardcover and, like, really do it proper. Because in the past, yeah. I've only done, like, zines or right. prints or, like, and I'm, like, it just feels like this is something I I care about and will continue to care about. So yeah. I want to, like, do it proper and have, like, a show. and.
0: Yes, I think that's have great. Have sculptures
1: with it. So that's
0: exciting. like right now
1: I'm like twenty pages in, but it might go to like ten, like in the end. Like I might do like a hundred, and these twenty I have now, I might be like, oh, those suck at this point.
0: Right? Yeah, I know making. Stuff but like I have like eighty
1: is... photos written down.
0: You have eighty photos written down.
1: Yeah, just like, like writing them down. Like this is what I want to do. Oh
0: shit, that's fucking cool! Damn, you're you're. They don't make them like this anymore. The you, the way you are.
1: <laughs> I guess it's OCD mixed with ADHD mixed with all this antsiness.
0: No, man, it's fucking that's who is who you are, man. That's true. Beyond, it's I'm beyond not gonna, that I'm not stuff. Break no, it down like this that. is cool. I mean, we all have a little bit of that awesome. shit, but like this is like I don't know. I mean, I'm very excited for your book, especially after what you just said, you have them all your ideas written down? Like that's so cool. Uh, do people even do that anymore? Yeah. I feel like they just go out in the wild and whatever they catch, they catch, you know? Like, I feel like people mostly just go fishing with photos.
1: Mm -hmm. That's what I used to do. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to make, I don't want to, like, capture beauty that's already there. Like, the world's beautiful. I don't need to show the world how beautiful it is. It's already beautiful. But I was like, what I need to do is add something to the world. I feel like that is what separates an artist.
2: being
1: like, I'm going to add something to it. So I've been like kind of just messing with nature and reality and like in a way where it's like theatrical. Like, okay, he meant to do this because I feel like some people look at my photos and think, oh, that's crazy. You saw that. I'm like, no, I made that. Like, <laughs> oh, but I want to like make it obvious. Like, yeah, this is like dramatic, like theatrical.
0: Yeah. Oh man, that's this is exciting. That's awesome.
1: Cool. Well, I'll text you some photos that. I have for it so far and see what you think. Hell yeah. But, um, Hell thanks for having yeah. me on your podcast. I oh. don't know if people will be able to follow it. I feel like we jump everywhere.
0: Oh, no, man. This but, shit is uh, so good. I'm I'm excited to listen to this. Like, this is dope. This is cool, I think. No, people. Oh, cool. like awesome. Well, the thanks fo- for having me on it. I'm the 40 go. people that listen are going to be stoked. <laughs> if it maybe it's 30, Hell yeah, by I'm now. one of them. Who knows? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm one of them. I, I get you five bucks a month.
0: Oh, thanks, dude. Oh, I got to send you my new yeah. scene. Will you text me your address? Oh,
1: yeah, I'll text you my address. Well, okay. you know what? I'll wait because I'm moving out of this place in like a week, so I might not get there.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Well, when you move, text me your address because I got a bunch, so it's not, I'm not, like, okay. you know, not going to awesome. run out well, or thanks. anything. Yeah, thank you, dude. It well, was good like, talking. Yeah, real good to talk to you. Have a good uh, cool. like rest of your day and shit.
1: You too. All right, cool. Later.
0: Right on. Bye. Damn that fool's a real one, yo. Go follow Justin Guthrie if you don't already. What the hell are you thinking? That guy, man, content. He makes it happen. Um all right. I'm I'm gonna like eat something. Ooh, I'm so excited. And it's 612. Why am I saying the time? It's uh what was it? June twenty fifth my cousin's birthday june 25th 2020 justin guthrie true happiness podcast with your host jesse spears